Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. Today we are recording episode 69, uh, and today we will be talking about um, hometowns again, but with a different spin on it. So today we will be talking about um, kind of what's your ideal hometowns, what do you look for, um, also kind of in a way, um, maybe even, you know, trying to find your new hometown, you know, what what things do you like, what do you not like, would you prefer to live in a city, um, town, maybe even a village out in the country, who knows. But I'm looking forward to hearing uh, my co-host's opinions and uh, what uh, what really he, he enjoys in a hometown. So it should be an exciting episode. And uh, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. So uh, without further ado, my amazing co-host, my buddy Jared. What's going on, my dude? Hello. Hello. Yeah. You know, you and I, we, we like to, we, we both seem like we're essentially willing to go wherever the, the wind blows us. True. Um, but eventually... Uh, you know, I, there. I, you know, I guess I don't. I guess I guess the first question is what is what is settling down look like to you? Mm-hmm. But I think that um, you know, ev- you know, eventually people. A lot of people have this image of settling down, right? And uh, I think a lot about that too, and what that means for me, because because I I, I I I don't know. And like most things, no better place to work it out than the Untranslatable Podcast. That look, is true. Look where we uh, work out some of our um, ego issues on um, <laughs> Twitter. Bajalsta. <laughs> Follow us on uh, Twitter, Untranslatable1, the number one. Um, or you can follow us on Instagram where we, uh, um, you know, put up pictures of our, 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 our whereabouts, our travels within our areas. I live in Philadelphia. Chad lives in Homutov. Czech Republic, and he travels all around the Czech Republic, and soon, in a matter of weeks at this point, by the mm-hmm. time uh, you're hearing this, we're going to be in, uh, uh, excuse me, we're going to be united in Berlin. Not by the time you're hearing this, excuse me, that's not true at all. <laughs> by the but time you're hearing soon. this, what pretty I meant to say, to by it. the time you're hearing this, a couple of weeks, uh, we'll be, I'll be there in like two weeks, is what I meant to say. Um, also, what the Untranslatable Podcast likes to do is spread a little love right off the bat. How did you? Uh, how did we? Uh, how did we sound on the expat cast? Remember, we told you to listen to it. How was that? That's uh, right. Chad and I were guests on the expat expat cast. Um, so you know, after you're done listening to this, uh, <laughs> go over to the expat cast and listen to us. We talk about um, what do we? What did we talk about? The, uh, Germ- we talk about our experience studying abroad. Our experience mm-hmm. with German and different dialects, our experience our learning romance a little bit as well. Yeah, yeah, that too. Our experience learning German, um, and our hopes and dreams. And then I also talked about communism and. Uh, th- no, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's, that last one's not true. S- some uh, Marxist <laughs> theory for you. <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked about my German learning. German was put apart. No. Um, <laughs> But um, you know, I've I have been thinking about German Germany a lot because we I will be there soon. I'm going to be in Berlin, and I I've done a little bit of Airbnb shopping, mm-hmm. but I gotta admit to you, I've been a little bit on the procrastinatory side. That's not a word. Don't and for you non English non native English speakers, don't say that. I've it's been procrastinating now. a little bit on my uh, pre- preparation for this vacation, and. Uh, I, like I don't, I, it, it, I, I almost feel like I don't know where to start. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, now this may not, might not be the place to ask ask this, but as far as looking for a place to stay in Berlin, 
What's a sort of price range you'd be okay with? Is this not the place to do this? <laughs> no, you can ask. That's okay. fine. I mean, we'll be there for, what, th- maybe three, th- two to three nights? Is that what we said? Yeah, I think either from Saturday to either Monday or Tuesday. So, hmm. I mean, ideally, I'd like to spend less than $100 a night, which I think is very doable. In oh, Berlin. that's doable. Yeah, that's doable. Okay, that's good to know. I've seen places yeah. that are in the, and I've also been looking in, um, you know, I've been trying to figure out, because obviously, as you mentioned, Berlin is huge, and it seems like the best place to go is the Mitte. Ooh. Mm. Well, Slipping on gator piss. Mitte is where all the tourists will be, and that's, it's a little okay. pricier. I would check out places in uh, Kreuzberg, Penzlauerberg. Um, Penzlauer Berg, oh, yeah. Pence. Um, L a u e r. Yeah, Penzlauer. See, that's the best um, thing about German is you you can spell anything. <laughs> but I I would say a, a place I really like and I know my way around there would be um. Oh, what's the neighborhood called? It's uh, uh, by uh, the the metro stop, the the U-Bahn stop, and the tram stop is uh, Orangienburger Straße, Orangienburger Tor. And so that spot is where I stayed when I was um, with a few study abroad groups in in Berlin. Um, and there's actually a hostel that you could check out, and they might also have like a like a two a two bedroom. I, I would prefer to not stay in a dorm. Um, cause I don't want our, our stuff getting stolen. Um, but they, they have a good location the day, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. And I gave one to my mom too. She was here and I, mm-hmm. and I, she's like, Oh, I really, she's like, I should have one of those too. And I was like, well, I made two copies. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Also, That's I smart. looked at my mom's phone, but this is a, a tangent. She has so much, like, she was like, I, I was asking her for like, if I had a British Airways frequent flyer or American Air, mm-hmm. Airlines, cause the same company now. Right. And uh, I was looking through like my contact of me on her phone, and it's mm-hmm. like a full FBI dossier on me. <laughs> That's funny. She has funny. like my license number. She has my passport number. When it was issued, she has when my she has when my Austrian uh, visa was issued, uh, oh, and wow. the Aust- and my visa number when I was there. I was like, damn, mm-hmm. like she's Your she's mom's not on gonna, top of it. She's not gonna let any of this. Um, any of this uh, Liam Neeson taking shit happen to me. <laughs> right, that's right. Nah, for all I know, uh, I probably don't have a tracker on my neck. <laughs> probably. Pro- probably. I was like, Mom, why probably. is it blinking on that map under my contact? <laughs> right. <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's why does awesome. it have a heartbeat monitor? Right. <laughs> um, yeah, but I would check out, it's, I think it's called Backpacks. And they have a couple locations. Is that the hostel? I, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they, they might have some rooms. Um, and and who knows? I When I was staying there, I think and this it was is only... not a hot time also, right? I don't think so. Probably not. I'll, I'll look after we're done recording, but I would doubt it. I'll look too. I, you've given me some good information on, on where yeah. to focus a little bit. And, Kreuzberg... And, and, Sorry, go ahead. And the thing about backpacks as well, um, I, I'm obviously fine with, with sharing a room with you, but it might even... Depending on how much it costs, it might even be cheaper to get our own rooms. Okay. Um, okay. There, because I, when I stayed there, it was. I see how it is. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I want to say it was like thirty or forty euros for one night. Oh, that's not bad. So that's not bad at all. all right. Um, but 
but we, we can figure all this stuff out later. Um, the, the thing about Berlin is there's just so many amazing places. Yeah, um, that's why um, that uh, most people said Mitte, but that makes sense if it's a tourist area. That's what most yeah. people will be saying. And I want to give you the a real Berlin experience. I don't want to give you... I mean, yeah, we're going to do... Like we talked about a few episodes back. I'm going to give you the... Some of the touristy stuff, right? I mean, you have to you, you have to go to the Brandenburg Gate. Yeah, you I know, gotta if, see the wall. Right, exactly. I can't go exactly. to Berlin and not see the freaking Berlin Wall. Actually, um, I'll I'll look again and see if I can find that hotel. The one that I stayed with uh, stayed at with Jeff was right by the Eastside Gallery, and it was right by Warschauer Straße, which is one of the biggest. It's an uh, uh, U-Bahn stop and a tram stop, so it's super easy to get around. All right, I'm gonna look up backpacks. You look up that one. I will. Sounds and then good. We'll reconvene. Sounds good. So what? What else is going on, man? What? Uh, what's new? Life treating uh, you good? Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Um, you know, uh, uh, we were talking beforehand, um, and then we just started recording instead. Uh, you know, like like most holidays, uh, we're late to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Valentine's Day was at this point over a week ago or a week ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, over a week ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you were mentioning to me that you did some sort of uh, Valentine's related lesson. Yes. With your new students. I have not heard I about did. these students yet. Oh, that's true. That's true. So here's the thing. Well, one, the, the students are great. But here's the thing. With my first year students, because there's so many classes, I teach them once. Do you know what a Fortnite is, Jared? And I don't mean the video game. <laughs> I do know what a Fortnite is. It's every two weeks. Yeah, once so every I two teach, weeks. Yeah, so I teach them once a Fortnite. Oh. So it's it's really funny. Do I they saw, use that term, Fortnite, there? Yeah, because they teach British English, and they learn British English. Ah, I guess that makes sense. I kind of like it. It's faster than saying I teach them once every, every other two week. weeks. Oh, yeah. Right. So, um, so, so it... The, also, the, bi-weekly mm-hmm. is a very confusing phrase because it can essentially have two different meanings, can it? That's true. Yeah, twice in a week or two times a, a, a week in a month. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I go to the gym bi-weekly. I get, I get paid bi-weekly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. English is weird, man. It's a, it's a weird <laughs> language. I'm curious, so what, what, do you think, um, I, what do you think I did for my students on, on Valentine's Day? Like, what do you, what would, I'm very curious to hear what's going on in Jared's mind of me as a teacher, because you know me on a personal level, not as a right. teacher. So what do you think I did in class for Valentine's Day? Did I come in with a PowerPoint? Did we play games? Did I write them heartfelt, personalized Valentine's cards? What, <laughs> what do you think I did? Well, you definitely did that. <laughs> I wish I would have, but there's just too many students. Um, I assume that you that you did some sort of word association thing where you said, what word comes to mind when you think of oh, Valentine's very good. Day? Very good. That was the first activity. So okay. we can check that off the list. Very good. Okay. Parada. So uh, can I th- think of some words real quick? Sure. Yeah. I mean, love. Of course. Uh, chocolate. Romance. Chocolate. Sure. Romance. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Commercialism. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we. So I explained to my students what the term Hallmark holiday means. Right. I mean, this is the definition of one. Oh, for sure. Not as bad, though, as Sweetest Day. I think Sweetest Day... Do people actually celebrate that? Some people do. Because that just came out of nowhere. That's like... That right. started in like the 80s. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um... I don't even know when that is, and I refuse to I acknowledge I, it. I don't either. Yeah, me either. What um, 
What about uh, what? What are some other words you they, associate? Are, are um before are um the Czech are your Czech students familiar with the concept of a har- like a uh, uh like a Hallmark holiday or whatever? What is it called again? I forgot. Hallmark holiday. Oh, okay. I mean, they, after I explained it, they were like, "Oh yeah, like I could see the light bulbs going off," and they got it. Right, right, right. Like a holiday is made up. Well, right. yeah, I guess we should explain it. A Hallmark holiday is essentially just a holiday that's um that's sort of made up by corporations to to mm-hmm. get you to buy gifts for people. Spend that money. Yeah. And so um I th- well, I'll tell you one thing about Valentine's Day. I refuse to go out <coughs> to dinner on Valentine's Day. It seems like a feels like a scam to me. Yeah. It's a, a good idea. I mean, but avoid I have, the crowds. Yeah. I have the added benefit of knowing how to cook though. So right. like and I you're can, a good I can cook. also I can couch it in like, "Oh, I, I'll cook you something." And um and most people will um will will you know be like oh wow that's uh but you know that's much better for me and it's also right. cheaper. Sure. <laughs> Come over to Casa 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 de Jarts, Chef Jared make you uh, a fancy meal. Oh, you've never had a grilled cheese like this before, baby. <laughs> Dude, if it was me, it'd be like, come on over. I hope you're ready for the best bowl of cereal of your life. <laughs> no, it is not delivery. <laughs> that's DiGiorno, baby. <laughs> that's, uh, that's right. I actually haven't had a pizza in a while. Many I might have to get one tomorrow. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh So what so what kind of things would you would you cook for your Valentine? Um, I, I, the, my trick, trick, I don't like that word we're talking about, uh, <laughs> my, <laughs> my, what I would recommend <laughs> is to cook something that the, the, wh- whatever it is for you, what you know, what you're most confident, not, mo- you don't have to be fully confident, but what you're confident with, but also is, comes off as fancy. So what I would do is, or what I did do is salmon. Which is mm-hmm. um, easy to do, but also easy to mess up. It's easy to, okay. to people tend to dry it out. Uh huh. Um, okay. And then I did risotto, uh, which is kind of an involved process. But once you've done it a couple times, it's not necessarily hard. Okay. But it is kind of like a good like you know involved process, and you can like it's a ver- it's also a, a good thing to like. Um, I'm not in, when it comes to in the kitchen. I'm not good at involving other people. Like I'm very uh, control freakish. If you, mm-hmm. if you'd be surprised to hear that. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so, uh, so that's a good one too because it requires a, a like a consistent sort of stirring, and that's mm-hmm. an easy thing to give to someone to do. Hey, stir this, stir this. Okay, <laughs> idiot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm a... <laughs> I, I hope that's what, I hope that's what she said. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Stir this, idiot. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Dating one hundred and one here at the Untranslatable Podcast. What not to do on Valentine's Day? Uh, you're, we're gonna soon have a spinoff podcast, and it's gonna be a pickup artist podcast. And it's just gonna be step one: negging. Step two: negging. Step three: the art of negging. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Oh yes. Oh, I, w- I want you to be involved. I want you to help me. Stir this, you idiot. <laughs> um, oh, that's great. All right, back to Valentine's Day. <laughs> uh, w- w- you're talking about your class. I want to. We're back to your class at Valentine's yeah, okay. Day. Okay. So you yeah, said yeah. there were for, for, the first thing you did. You said you did. What do I guess you did? The first thing you did was word association. So we yep. did that. Yep. You did other things, I assume. That wasn't the whole class. No, we did 45 minutes of just 
I sat there and made them write words. <laughs> keep coming. Keep them coming. Yep. You Monster got more. this, you idiot. Come on. <laughs> February? How how do the, how is it when the Czechs try to say Feb, February? Because I can't even say it clearly. February. I, I say, I, I, say f- I mean, don't we say February? February. It's like a Michigan thing. I don't say, I don't pronounce the R. I say February. I just, uh, yeah, but when I think about it, you, when I think about it now, I feel like it's just me slurring it as a lazy, you know, English speaker. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, they can say February. It fine. That's what I would probably say. I mean, trust trust me, man. Usually, most words, Czechs don't have difficulty pronouncing, and my theory is because their language has so many difficult sounds to pronounce that English is like a step down for the most part <laughs> in terms of pronunciation. I get what you're coming for, where you're coming from. And I, that might be true, but I also wonder if some of that is, uh, uh, no, nah, you make a good point. I'm going to leave it at that. And, and like the, the, only, the only things that students here seem to have difficulty with are the sounds that don't exist in, in their language. Like February, most of those sounds or similar sounds exist in Czech, mm, right? I think I'm just uh, projecting my lack of ability to say it properly. <laughs> it could be. could be. You never know. I'm insecure. Yeah, so, they can't and, say it either. Right, I'm not the right. only one. Right. So go, going back to class, yeah, we did the word association. What do you think we did next? Um, you didn't do a mock date, oh. did you? Oh, I should have. Oh, my God. Ooh. Why didn't I think of that? Give them Talk some, that calf out of that heifer. Give them some scenarios and, oh, dude, next year. <laughs> next year all I right mean, I this like is that. not the last time you'll be teaching english and or german i mean this is right. your you want your career to be teaching languages so you'll yeah. have a february where you're teaching again february where you're teaching again <laughs> regardless of what language it is you can still use that right that's a dude i need to start asking you for teaching ideas <laughs> because when i ask other teachers they approach it from a teacher standpoint i think you right. have a completely different viewpoint that would have yeah, been I'm awesome a little, I'm a, yeah i'm a little bit i'm a little you know removed from it i'm just throwing right. out random ideas i wonder right. though if that would fly you know what i mean like i wonder maybe I this is american use it with thing. every class okay I would use it with my more talkative classes. And I would okay. make them perform like as a dialogue, write a dialogue w- about a date. Okay, that would be better. Because I wonder if that would be a problem in America. Like I can imagine that being a trending story. Like teacher gets fired for like trying to like, you know, set kids up on dates in class or whatever, you know. Well, but see, for my school, that wouldn't even work because it's 90% dudes. Right. Hey, it's 2019. No, I uh, get Well, you're that's saying, true. Though. That's true. You're right. But, but no, yeah. I, I, but they're also young dudes, so it's also hard to get all all of those ninety percent of dudes to take it seriously. Right. But see, that's because the, that's they're the young fun part about it. If you wrote dialogues, I'm sure they would right. be hilarious. Right, right, right. It'd be you really could, yeah, funny. you could write like a like a love letter or something. <laughs> well, so so I did have some of my classes do that because uh, uh, we played a, a kahoot. Do you know what kahoots are? I I know what it is, but I couldn't explain it. Okay, so. To all of my students listening right now, I'm sure they're, they're laughing because not all of my lessons, but a lot of my lessons, I'd say over 50%, there's usually a kahoot involved, either to introduce vocabulary or to review vocabulary. And um, so what it is, it's basically a, it's a, it's a game where you, the students pull out their mobile phones, they go to kahoot.it, and then when, <coughs> when I pull it up on the screen... Uh, um, on the projector, there's a there's a game pin, right? So there's a game pin, and uh, they enter that in and can enter in any nicknames they want. Um, 
And what's funny is some of them, a lot of my classes, there's all, there's not always, but a lot of times, at least one person puts in either Chad or Chad Bowsley or Bad <laughs> Chowsley. I've had a few students put in, which was pretty That's, clever. That sounds like a, a kind of joke that you would like. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's kind of funny. It's, <laughs> it's endearing, you know? Um, and so, um, yeah, so we play those Kahoot. So we also played a Valentine's Day Kahoot. And there was the phrase, roses are blank, violets are blank. Mm-hmm. What are those blanks, Jared? Roses are red, violets are blue. I uh, saw a comedian, I believe it was Carmen Lynch, tweeted on Valentine's Day. She's like, roses are red, and then in all caps lock, violets are purple. Right, yeah. (laughs) But nothing really rhymes with purple, unless you're Eminem and you can make everything rhyme somehow. Um, But yeah, so I had some of my students write um, a little poem, roses are red, violets are blue, um... What did they? One of them was really romantic. It was like oh, that's a good that's a good assignment to write them to write uh like finish off the uh the poem. Yeah, because it's it's short. A lot of words rhyme with blue. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to so hear think, this romantic one though. I'm trying I'm trying to remember. It was like roses are red, violets are blue. Um, I see stars when I look at you. Ooh, that's a good one. It was something along the lines of like, um. I um I get lost. Lo- I've been looking I've been looking for someone and now I found you or something like that. That's pretty good. Yeah. Mine wasn't was wasn't bad. So that so we did that. <laughs> we also did so we did a word association activity. No, At the good. end we played a Kahoot. One of my classes we did the 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 poem writing. Um other ones, I just kind of gave a short PowerPoint presentation about the... Do you know the history of Valentine's Day? Uh, yeah, I can tell you right now. Let's hear it. Um, the Hallmark uh, card company got together with, <laughs> uh, <laughs> with, the, with Big Diamond. And uh, also, the, you know, there's with a conglomeration. The and eventually, they got, you say it. they got restaurants involved in it. And they all decided to... Um, to to take this idea of Valentine's Day to Fox, CBS, and ABC and pitch these commercials of quote-unquote Valentine's Day because there was this lull right after <laughs> Christmas time and they right. needed to fill that with something. Yeah. Although the, the, historical, the historical reason, I'm not saying you're wrong, um, <laughs> but the his, historical reason, so St. <laughs> I mean, Valentine. Wrong, that was uh, 100% made up in my head. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's made up, but I think there is some truth to the it. Concept, the concept, in theory, I understand what you're saying, but I yeah, just yeah, want to make yeah, it clear yeah. that like none of that is in, <laughs> that was all factual. <laughs> right, right. It's just a, just a story for sure. Um, so the history of it is St. Valentine was around during uh, Emperor Claudius, I think the second uh, ancient Roman emperor. And uh, <clears throat> like most emperors, he wanted power and influence. And how do you how do you do that? Have a badass uh, army. Yeah. Right? Conquer and other lands. Exactly. And so, but, you know, if all of your soldiers have beautiful women and a family at home, they're probably not going to want to go fight and, and die. Right? Mm-hmm. So uh, he banned uh, soldiers from getting married. Well, Valentine thought, fuck you, dude. 
I'm going to marry whoever wants to get married. And because he was a priest, those were his exact words, by the Many way. Many freguista. If you look at the, uh, the the stone tablet, it's inscribed on the, on the tablet. Um, it's in Latin, but it's, it is a direct translation. Ex- exactly. Exactly. Um, Fucketh youth. <laughs> exactly. And so, so he um, was marrying people in secret. And of course, all good things have to come to an end. And the emperor found out, jailed him. And executed him, but before he was executed, apparently the story goes or the legend goes, he fell in love with his, the 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 security guard or the jail guard, whatever the I don't know what the correct term is. Um, fell in love with his daughter. His daughter was blind. In the story or the legend, he cures the daughter's eyesight, so she's mm. she's not blind anymore. And then he wrote her a letter. Just open your s- eyes. <laughs> oh geez um but but yeah and so he um he he signed he wrote her a letter and signed it your valentine so that's now why people say be my valentine um, where did he get that word valentine your, from that was his name oh oh, oh i missed that part. was his name yeah and, uh, and, and I he's believe, the saint that's the saint yeah, you're yeah. talking about mm-hmm. okay yeah and i think i could be wrong but i think in order to become a saint you have to perform a miracle Right, and I think that right. was the miracle. So, oh, curing the blindness. Yep, exactly. But yeah, uh, but, uh, that seems so, it's, it's, uh, that, that seems like it's on shaky uh, ground. At least based off of your story, right. I've got questions. <laughs> right, sure. You you usually do, Jared. That's why I like doing this podcast. I'm an with analytical you. man. Exactly. Like <laughs> and so so yeah. So we talked about Valentine's Day. It was also interesting to see which which of my students had girlfriends and were celebrating Valentine's Day. And some of them had girlfriends, and they weren't celebrating Valentine's Day. How do um, they celebrate Valentine's Day, or how do they justify not celebrating Valentine's Day? A lot of them. So, so it's really funny. One of my teachers, uh, co-teachers, colleagues, she, um, her, her son is, I think, fifteen or sixteen, maybe seventeen, and uh, um, he has a girlfriend, and I think they've been dating for a while. And uh, she, she's people, kind of a, these a, people are fifteen, right? Sixteen? Yeah, fifteen, sixteen. They're high school kids. Just when you so, say a while, is this is not you know, twelve years? Right, right, right. Maybe a couple of years maximum, probably. Okay, but well, that's I could still be pretty wrong. long. Yeah, and so I, 12, I think oh, I, couple, I don't, 12, I don't know all the years. facts here, so so I won't, I won't talk about it anymore. But basically, um, his girlfriend really wanted like this romantic Valentine's Day with like nice flowers, dinner, blah blah blah, and <clears throat> and her son's like a, a pretty logical, practical guy, and he's like, so he asked her, he said, well, you want all these things. And he's like, why do you want it? And she's like, well, you know, it'd be sweet or it's romantic or whatever. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but it's, it's not a Czech holiday. It's an American holiday. He's like, do you celebrate Thanksgiving? She's like, no. Do you celebrate Halloween? No. Um, so he's like, so, so then how about we don't celebrate uh, Valentine's Day since mm-hmm. you don't celebrate those other holidays? Which yeah. is a good point. I mean, there are, there are like 6,000 valid points mm-hmm. to not celebrating Valentine's Day. But there's, it's very hard to figure out the way to, like, especially if someone asks, mm-hmm. asks, to explain a way celebrating it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it's it's hard to uh, to be like, uh, oh, it's just a consumerist holiday anyway. Why does it really matter? We don't celebrate this or this. Right. And the person's like, oh, all right. You know, you're right. Like, there's no way to explain that away. I can imagine if someone you know brings it up and then you right. explain it away, we're like, yeah, you're right. That's stupid. I can, just can't imagine that happening. Right. Yeah. Maybe and that's my problem. In the in the states, it's it's just so so popular that yeah, 
I think the other thing is like if you if you were with somebody, you don't celebrate it, they're going to look around and see everybody else celebrating it, and it's like, well, well, this sucks. You know, everyone else is celebrating it. <laughs> I mean, that getting a nice that, dinner. Uh, what well, I see well, is suckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, so it was a good lesson though. It was fun. Got to talk a little bit about consumerism and American culture. Um, what do you think is the um, most bought gift? On uh, th- uh, Valentine's Day? Yeah. Um, chocolates? Yes, sir. What's number two? Um, flowers. No, flowers is pretty far down the list. Hmm. That's a good guess, though. It is. It's a very good guess, but it's not flowers. Um... It's a, hallmark, it's, it's, a, it's a hallmark oh, holiday, card. dude. A card. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Right. Cards yeah, are so the it, biggest scam. At least oh, you can eat sure. chocolate or enjoy like right. the smell and look of flowers. I I have actually... People I've, love cards, too. I've, I've bought some cards. I think last year I might have even written a card. To who? Or like made my own. To your, a valentine? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's... Yeah, you're, a, you're a, like a... I'm a sappy you know, guy sometimes. Yeah. I mean, it's so. it's good for Valentine's Day, though. That yeah. comes in handy. Right. Yeah, I just think it's better to give them something more personalized, you know? I'm pretty... Yeah, because I think I remember going in going in early at work so I could print it off, I think. <laughs> oh, man. So it was How either last year or the year before. Last year. Oh, oh, In, in the oh, States. Oh, okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, yeah, but anyway, speaking of Valentine's Day cards, though, so... <gasps> I go into I go into my office. <laughs> I thought and, you got uh, me something. And um, oh, I, I I don't unless unless you want some rock hard old bread. Mm, um, rock hard romantic, old bread. Romantic Valentine's Day uh, gift or some tasty. I love these things. Some tasty Czech pretzels. Does those do those come with a dipping sauce of some sort? They don't. Oh, they just, just they the, the, the container looks that's, like... That's the salt. Uh, yeah, it kind of does look like From a it, certain right? angle, it's, it looks like one of those ones in America that would come with a dipping. But that, that might be, be an American thing, to have the dipping oh, it's, sauce it's super American. To your, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like the crackers <laughs> and they're like, it's not even right. cheese. I don't know no. what it is, but yeah, that dipping Paste. sauce. Right. Um, so yeah, so I go into my office and my, my coworkers in my office ask me, you know, I, I work with, there's what, five women in my office? Um, uh, four of them are English teachers. Um, one of them is, uh, the Czech teacher and also does psychology and she speaks really, really good German. She's actually my Czech teacher. Um, so mm. she's been the one helping me out with, with Czech since I've been you here. You teach her English? Yeah. We do okay. like a mixed, right, right, the, right. the same hour. But anyways, so they asked me, do you, <coughs> do you have this game in America where like, you know, if you get, if you're, someone has you find something. And you go hotter, colder, right? You know. Mm-hmm. And yes, so I was like, do, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, we do have that. So, so like, all right, well, we have something for you in the office and you need to find it. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm like, I'm like, like hmm, listen here, Judy. I'm not trying to play these games. Where's the goddamn gift? <laughs> and so, and so I'm looking around and they're telling me warmer, warmer. And then I got this. Can you read it? From a secret admirer for Chad. Oh, my God. And so. Uh, I also had taught this this word, secret admirer, um, to my students um, because it's a part of Valentine's Day. You know, have you read um, it? Of course. I mean, it's it's open. 
Are you gonna um, read I'm, it? Are you, are you gonna read yeah. it here? I, I'm not going to show. I'm not going to show the picture just because I don't know if my colleagues are okay with their faces being on YouTube. Wait, but hold, I will, on. hold on, uh-huh. hold on, hold on. Right, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so but, but this is this is the, the the funny. This is the funny story though. So last week in the Czech Republic, they also had a a special thing at the schools where um, every day of the week you wear like a different color for something. And mm-hmm. so the day they took this picture, it was it was coincidentally the day you were supposed to wear red. Okay. Right? So even I wore a red button down to school. This is already s- very well coordinated. Yes. <laughs> Th- these are very, very, very smart women in my office. They're, they're amazing colleagues. I, I love them to this death. This is already they're more great. work than I would do. <laughs> right. And so, so they were wearing red for that day, but it also turned out that that was the day they took the picture so i'm sadly i'm not going to uh show it just because i don't know how they feel i want to about see this it. after though I'll, I'll show it to you it's a really cute card but so there there's the five of them and i i was in the office when i saw them take the picture and what's funny is i told them i was like look i'll, I'll take the picture for you guys like mm. you, you know you don't have to you know crouch down and try to get all five of you in the selfie and they're like, oh, no, it's okay. Like, we, we wanted to do this, blah, blah, blah. And at first, I'm like, what the fuck? I'm wearing red. Why am I not in this picture? Like, this is bullshit. I didn't say it, but I was thinking it. And I'm like, what the hell? Chad's got his feelings hurt. Oh, for sure. I was really confused. And so 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 listen to this. This is, uh, this is really sweet. Really, really sweet. Um, roses are red. Violets are blue. We think you're amazing, and we all like you. Happy Valentine's Day. And it's signed by my colleagues. Oh my god! Um, so really, really, get, getting a little emotional just talking about it. But yeah, it, it was really great. It was. That's I wish the I had thing, a non-offensive man. sound drop. <laughs> <laughs> Here, here's the thing, though, man. I have have been so lucky that I have such great colleagues. They're thoughtful. They're kind. Um, on my birthday, they surprised me with balloons in the office yeah. and had delicious cake. And they've, you know, like we've talked about on the podcast before. Finding a core group of people really helps you settle in and and feel at home when you're not at home, you know? Yeah. Um, this, and this this makes showing up to a job, this makes showing up to any job uh, easier. I remember right. when I started um, at the job I'm at now, and I, I had done something. It was not even that big of a deal. My boss had just said, like, good job. And I never mm-hmm. really even got, and I just really, like, I was like, wow, that feels good. And I never mm-hmm. got, like, simple stuff like that from my old job. And it's just... And uh, and that's just a small you know uh, example, but just feeling like you are appreciated and you know wanted in the office is a good feeling. Oh, definitely, yeah. And a lot and of people, I I, lot, I feel like a lot of people don't have that at work. They just kind of show up and and you know bury their head and right, yeah, get out of there. I mean, isn't the isn't the quote uh, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life? Yeah, that is the quote. That's what they, that's what they say. A little idealistic, but that is sure. the quote. Sure. Mama yeah. hoo hoo. Well, Jared, is it time to uh... spread a little love? I would say it is. I would say right. it is. Um, I- I'm Let's gonna start. Go for it. And uh, if you notice, I'm wearing my Nike, my, my <coughs> Nike sweater right here, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. representing. Oh, hold on. Represent. I want to cover what, it, what who the uh... <laughs> representing. Nike. Didn't you get that? Didn't you get that from Brad? I did. Nice. Um, and the reason I'm wearing my Nike hoodie right now is because Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed um, uh, uh, signed a settlement with the NFL. So um, 
I guess I should I'll give a rough over- overview of the whole thing. So Ka- Colin Kaepernick and Eric Reed were two of the original people to uh, to um, kneel to take a knee or kneel during the national anthem, and it was a protest to the uh, you know police brutality and and cops not getting you know cops getting off for for you know the killing of of black people and there and uh so he the, he was protesting that and um but what and, about the flag <laughs> and also he hates the troops i forgot <coughs> a good point i forgot to mention <laughs> no um and so um uh and so he, you know after a while he 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 left the uh he 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 was no longer after a couple years after that happened maybe a year or two after that happened he was not signed back to a team and uh he be- he and a lot of other people believed that it was due to collusion because the uh kneeling had spread and it be- became a national story and then mm-hmm. it led to uh a lot of people boycotting the NFL um because he was you know he had shed shed light on stuff that people we're not, you know, it's just a way to show, you know. He's uh, you a know, sports guy. He doesn't need to have political opinions. He's lucky that they let him even play. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, yeah. they, he's lucky that they pay him millions of dollars. He's so lucky. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> um, I saw a tweet uh, and it said Colin Kaepernick, the uh, highest paid quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, and so uh, I'll explain why that joke uh, is uh, a good one in a second. So, um he believed that uh, he was being kept out of the league because uh, through collusion of with the owners in the NFL because they were trying to uh, distance himself from this kneeling thing and they want and they didn't want him to come back and and people and the entire NFL season to be about him and about his kneeling. Uh, but you know, by 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 during by this collusion, all it did was shed light on the fact that they were keeping him out. It kind of, you know, it kind of backfired on them anyway. Um, and so after he had been out for a couple years, he had him and Eric Reed, uh, one of the people, you know, Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick gets all the light shown on him, but he's not the only one that was doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <coughs> Eric Reed and Colin Kaepernick, they, uh, they sued the NFL for collusion, and uh, it just came out a couple days ago that they signed an agreement to settle the matter. Um, which in layman's term, in settle the manner, and essentially, you know, NDA was signed, which is non-disclosure act. So settle it. We pay you money, and we you can't talk about anything. Uh, you know, and we're not going to go through court or anything. We're just going to, you know, we agree on a amount of money, mm-hmm. which essentially means, for the layman terms, they got pu 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 paid is what mm-hmm. it means. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it means that, that's that's essentially what that is saying, is that they, you know, they, once again, part of this whole thing is they won't even tell you how much they got paid. But I think it's safe to assume that it's tens it's of a, millions plus. It's it's a chunk of change for sure. Right, right. It's at least tens of tens of millions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, it's, it's Interesting. you know. Interesting. I guess it's for, 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 um, for them, you know, it's, I guess it's kind of validating. Because in a in a, in a sense it's it's saying that the NFL is saying we're not we don't want to uh, we're not going to risk taking this to um, taking this to court because all it's going to do is make us look bad and expose you know because then they're going to sure. have to you know like uh, you know they're going to bring up emails or they're going to bring up um, you know you know phone records or whatever it is that people do I, I, most most of this information I'm getting from m- movies I've watched. Right. <laughs> But uh, so there, so it's it's you know for, to some people I think it's uh, a little bittersweet, 
But mm-hmm. I think it's also uh, one. It's not bittersweet for the uh, Eric Reed and Colin Kaepernick. I'm sure because they got paid. But I'm sure it's bittersweet to the people like you and I that want to like you know the the nosy people that want to hear about all the uh, all the dirt and stuff. But uh, I don't right. know. I, I think it's. I think it's just. Um, I don't know. It's validating for me for some reason. Oh, definitely. Because definitely. all this other stuff is just um, is just almost like for like all this other stuff. You know, would have been just what's the word like social media fodder or just like things to right. like like. But nothing useful would have actually come from from sure. that information. Right. Really. It's like it's not about us. And I mean it's about us, but that specifically is not about us. Oh, definitely. <laughs> Obviously the the bigger picture is cuz he did this for, you know, to protest something. But that lawsuit is like, yeah, I mean he he's there's no obligation to to uh, you know, ex- expose everything if they're happy. They're probably getting paid. So, nice. Shout out to the uh big ballers. That's right. That's right. Well, my first shout out <clears throat> goes out to the Reddit roast me community. So as excuse me, Jared, that's right. <clears throat> One second, let me let me get a sip of water. You heard me right though, Jared. The Reddit roasted community. Um, mm-hmm. I, well, you're not involved in this, are you? No. Okay. You know me. I would probably not be good at roasting people. Oh, oh I thought you were going to say uh, getting roasted. I could just imagine you <clears throat> getting very uh, offended by roast jokes. Maybe, but I don't think so, dude. I mean, pe- my name alone. I can take a joke. I mean, my name alone, dude, if you go on Urban Dictionary, it's all bad. It's all really I bad. Mean, I, I, I did say a pretty god-awful Chad joke a couple episodes ago. That is, that is true. <laughs> that is true. Um, anyways, so this guy, there was a 17-year-old uh, Russian guy who apparently he posted <clears throat> to, to roast me, and he said, a 17-year-old Russian with crippling depression, give me a reason to end it all. And surprisingly... <laughs> That's hilarious. But here's, here's the thing, though, dude. This segment is to spread some love, right? And so uh. here's the thing. The, the the users of this subreddit community didn't roast him. Oh, they that's kind of him... a bummer because I feel like the roasting would make him feel better. I thought that was <coughs> go. But here's the thing: they sent him good messages. Like, I mean, um, that's nice too. And, and, I, and I want to, I want to. Re- <laughs> Poor Jared. Uh, I was really Poor hoping Jared. that 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 like that they like it was almost like a joking, laughing with you kind of thing. Well, but and then see, they just roasted here, the fuck the out thing, of him. Here's the thing, though, man. Here's the thing. If you if you look at his picture, um, and I I can here I'll, I'll I'll send you the link right now. You can look if you look at his picture. There's like there's no life in his eyes, man. Uh, I'm I'm sending this to you now. All right. Um, you've you've earned it. Um, <laughs> so he he uh, you can like, you know how some people say depression has no face. Have you heard that phrase before? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm meaning like anybody can have it. I mean, yeah, I think that's true, but I also think sometimes you can tell. And this guy, like, it doesn't look like he's got much life in his eyes. And now my Facebook doesn't want to load, so maybe maybe you won't get it. Uh, maybe you'll luck out. And to be uh, fair, you know, I thought I I did think it would have been funny, but I would not want to been I would not have been one of those roasters. Granted, I, to be fair, I also would not have been one of the ones telling the person not to. I probably wouldn't have said anything. Right. But um, I definitely wouldn't have been like, kill yourself, fool. Right. Oh, speaking of which, 
um, shout out to the uh, legal system. Did you hear about the girl that um, that was like that uh, coerced her her boyfriend into uh, c- killing himself? Like she like he was saying that he was suicidal and, and, and all that stuff. And she's like, yeah, do it. No, come on. If you keep you keep saying it, but you're not doing it. And eventually yeah, he yeah. did it. She got sentenced to uh, a, a couple years in prison for that. Good. She deserves it. Yeah. All right. Here you go. Sent it. I uh, I text messaged it to you because Facebook wasn't working. Right. Um, but anyways, I want to read a couple of the messages just because I think it's really amazing that this community came together where, I mean, these people could have roasted this dude probably all day long. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, Reddit gets a bad rep for that. <coughs> Right, and so so the first one says, or I don't know if also, it's the first one. I, mm-hmm. I'm looking at it right now. I, 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 you see I feel what sorry I mean? for the dude. Once again, I feel sorry for the dude. But right. I also, something I hate about social media, and this is, uh, I realize it's also kind of a Reddit thing, but something I, I hate about social media, even more than this, is those videos on those videos on social media where it's someone holding pieces of cardboard or whatever, Yeah, and you have to read it, and they drop a piece, and they drop a cardboard. I hate those so much right yeah those are kind of stupid God, i hate those i agree yeah yeah all right so oh. here we go god i'm, I'm sorry gonna, i'm gonna read a few of these so we can god, spread the I love gotta get the, uh, no offense but i gotta get his face off my screen <laughs> his face was just staring at me that's, that's <laughs> fine so so uh lord farkiplier says no i and most others refuse you may seem on the surface as if you're just being edgy but there, like i said there's no life in those eyes i can only hope you are joking and if not that you get better don't delete this post. Know who you have to talk to in a time of need. This whole comment section is full of people who have been down that road and I'm sure are willing to talk to you if need be. Get well, my friend, because depression isn't a joke. It is an illness that should not be overlooked. Um, Spread a little love. And then somebody else, the 8-8 car said, you look like uh, you look like you would have a gigantic, awesome <laughs> smile. Um, that look that sounded like it was about to be a hardcore roast. Right. You looked like you would have a gigantic. And I was like, oh, here we go. Right. Here we go. <laughs> and see right here. This guy, Garage uh, Dragons, says, buddy, you, you stumbled into a pit of some of the most vicious vipers on the internet. And we're all rooting for you. Virtual hug, my brother. So there you go. And I think it's really by the touching. Way, that is very powerful. Someone, yeah. someone expecting. I mean, you know, because usually on the internet, like I was expecting, you just expect for people to just pile on and not even think about it. Right. Um, oh, for sure. But but that is a very powerful thing to be like. You're in. Obviously, it's the roast me part of of Reddit. So there's essentially, mm-hmm. you know, I, I assume those some jokes can get a little saucy. Some jokes could be a little blue. Oh, for sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. So to get that level of support from a bunch of people that usually are eager to just rip people apart, that's got to mm-hmm. be powerful. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I, yo, I, I was, you know, usually you expect the t- internet to be terrible. That's right. just me. Apparently, I'm the only part of the internet that's terrible today. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Do you have any other shout outs, though, Jared? Or do you have any? Uh, that's all I got for today. That's okay. all I got. I have, I have one more. Okay. And it goes out to, um, let me find his name again. Um, do, 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 do. Ah, Dan, Dan LaGuardia of El, I think it's Cajon, El Cajon, California. Um, and so Dan LaGuardia was at a uh, used car dealership and was trying to get a lowered, uh, and uh, he, he was going to trade his car in. And he overheard a woman named Kayla Cooper um, trying to get a lower down payment to get a car. 
Dan was within earshot and uh, realized that um, it wasn't going well, right? And so um, apparently the woman, the poor woman left um, the dealership crying because she couldn't get the down payment lowered to what she could afford. Uh, and, and to give you a little context, Kayla Cooper is a nursing student and she was borrowing cars from family and friends to get to work. And she was in danger of being fired if she couldn't get a car of her own by the end of the month. So what Dan did next, which is really touching, he gave her the car for free. Because he said, this car is worth in value much more to her than I will get back on a trade-in. Wow. I mean, I get that, though. Like, you know, it's like this car's, you know, it's it's it works and it's a you, you can use this, but I'm not giving you a Rolls Royce. Right. Uh, right. That's but that but that statement in general is a very powerful statement. Absolutely. Man, Absolutely. We've been spreading some serious love in this episode. That's the goal. Maybe it's because we started talking about Valentine's Day. <clears throat> oh, maybe. Look at that, <laughs> man. Parada. Um, and I'm hopefully about to spread some love to a uh, to a beer company. Ooh. Uh, now, this one, uh, let me wait till I, let me just get my head back to the microphone. This is very important. No worries, take your time. So, I, I, you know, a lot of my choices are based off of logo. Last beer, I, I, I got a beer before, and I realized that it was actually, the funny thing is, not only was this a beer we've done before, but it's this beer, which I've had sitting right here since uh, I did this beer. Hilarious. Like 40 plus episodes ago. Do you have your Michigan license plate up there? Yeah, you see that? Yeah, it used to be, nice. it's been over there for the longest time, but I, okay. I thought I'd put it there so it could be seen. Does it say Pure Michigan on it? It actually says Spectacular Peninsula. Ah, there you go. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, I used to have it up on my wall in my old apartment. Uh, um, what was I saying? Oh, the beer, yeah. the logo. So, uh, most of my choice is based off of uh, labels these days, and mm-hmm. so. That beer, The Shape of Hops to Come, I thought the name sounded familiar, but the mm-hmm. logo looks so far different than what um, than what uh, <coughs> this logo is. And I sent you a picture of it when I you – know, when I and am I wrong? Is that not completely oh, different? Oh, it was completely <laughs> different, 100%. And, I, yeah, and then yeah. and so I got back and I was like, wait a second. I knew this sounded familiar. And not only was it one I've done, but it's the one that, I, that right. stares at me every episode. That's hilarious. However – I corrected my wrong, and here I am with a beer we haven't done before. And this one is also chosen because I like the logo. And this is a simple logo design. And this one's a little different, actually, in the, in the reason why I like it. Can learn, you read that? Evil Twin Brewing, learn what is to be taken seriously and laugh at the rest. Hell yeah. That's the name of the beer. <laughs> That's I, I find that hilarious. And it's just a simple... Uh, so it's a it's a, it's it's you know it's one of those craft brew style cans where it's a, mm-hmm. it, the label is a sticker on not like a Budweiser or something where it's right. you know laser etched in in there, and so um, it's just a simple blue can with <coughs> a um, with what Chad said on it, and right above it is Evil Twin Brewing, and then right below that is what is that like a uh, an arrow like a, isn't it or is that like a rewind button on like a VCR oh, or something? Is. It is yeah yeah that's a, a definitely so, a rewind button. Uh, and, and so this is a double dry hopped Indian IPA, and it's uh, a pint, a pint, and it's seven uh, percent alcohol by volume, and uh, it's the, this uh, this company, uh, Evil Twin Brewing, has an interesting history to it. 
So really? uh, while I'm popping this open and pouring it, I'll, I I think I can multitask. Let's see. So Evil Twin Brewing was started in Denmark. Uh, I, I I don't have the guy's name. I could have saved it, but I didn't. Um, but it doesn't really matter. It was started in Denmark, and this 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 brewery has a lot of different uh, styles. Like if you go to their website. You'd be shocked at how how many brewery brews they have, and early on they like they like early on in their uh, in their starting they in their founding they already had like twenty plus uh, brews. I'm and looking so, it up um, right now. I'm curious. And so it started by a Danish guy, and uh, they have uh, he has dis- distribution and factories all over the uh, like all over the country, mm-hmm. or excuse me, all over the world, mm-hmm. not just the country. And so um, it's not just, so I think if you I think you can get this in a lot of places, but it's not going to be brewed in the same place. So sure. this one uh, is produced and bottled from Evil Twin Brewing Company by Westbrook Brewing Co. Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. Okay. So just because this is brewed in South Carolina doesn't mean that this learn what is to be taken seriously and, and laugh at the rest. Not all of them are brewed at that place in South Carolina, but I think he has this sort of philosophy where there's a lot of them, and he sort of tries to like get it out there in a sense where um, he's it, it, he's he brews it in different place in different places. Because I think, like for example, you could get this beer in uh, Denmark if you wanted to. Right, and the website, you know, you probably have to look the for website it, has a Denmark dk. I, I was wondering. I never put that together. I noticed that. I I, yep. I knew it's from Denmark, Denmark obviously, mm-hmm. and I never put that together. So I'm about mm-hmm. to pour it for if you if you want to see me pour this beer, follow. Uh, you can watch us on YouTube, uh, on Translatable Podcast. I put we uh, post all the podcasts there in video form, uh, and I'm pouring it. Uh, yeah, there for, are uh, a ton of beers here. Yeah, and a this one that I have them. is not even on that list, by the way. I was I'm trying not sure to, why. I'm glad you say that. I was trying to find it. Okay. I was looking for it too, and I couldn't find it. And I'm not sure why, but it's not on that list. And maybe it's hmm. because they cycle through a lot or something. Could be. Definitely um, but, could be. But, uh, I mean, that just highlights how many beers they have is that I, – I, I mean, it's definitely Evil Twin Brewing. It says it right there. I'm not right. crazy. Nope. Um, well, you are, but it's, it's on there. <laughs> but I can read. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, ooh, wow. It's very fruity. It's got okay. a very it has a good um, color to it. Yes, yes. It's, it uh, almost looks. It looks a little cloudy. Ooh. Or is that is that the camera? It looks to no, me. It looks right. a little you're right. cloudy. You're right. It's or got soup, a, it's, as our Germans would say. It's almost got like tropical smells to it. Like a, um, I'm not good with tropical really? fruits, but okay. maybe a, oh, a hint of pineapple. Mm-hmm. And maybe like a hint of mango or something like that. But definitely pi- pineapple. I'm smelling. That's what it nice. is. Nice. Okay. And some orange as well, like and some citrusy as well. But that's usually that's kind of common of IPAs of the citrus, right? Ooh, good. It's unique. It it takes a minute. It takes a minute. This is interesting. What what's interesting about it? It it almost it, like it it almost it it hits it. It it just it, it like it's hold on hold on one more Can, may I <laughs> absolutely absolutely take as many sips as you need man will give us a better uh, better review that's for sure maybe I've just never experienced like it's it, it's just it's like the the that 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 tropical fruit is very pungent okay 
and um, not that it doesn't have a beer taste, mm-hmm. but the the fruit taste is stronger than than the than the beer taste almost. And, so it's and what about like that, that fruit 7%? taste is very strong, and it it's not sweet or anything. Excuse okay. me. What about the seven percent? Seven percent. Can you feel? Right, I see what you're saying. Mm. Yeah, yeah, you can, yeah, you can taste it. <coughs> so would yeah, this it, it be... kind of has a bite to it, like okay. a bite that you, so okay. you can kind of feel that there's some alcohol to, in there. It's not it's not aggressive or anything, but uh, you can definitely there's definitely a, a bite to it of a kind of a stronger alcohol beer. You, I, you you'd be able to tell if you you know if you knew anything that there was some right. alcohol in there. Okay, and and is this one of those beers where you could drink quite a few of them? You could only have one or two of them. I think because it's seven percent, it's hard to say that it, you know. Once you get past, like at least for me personally, once I'm getting past, say six percent, and that's mm-hmm. kind of even on the higher end, it's hard for me to see it as like a, um, as like a multiple beers kind of drink. Okay. Because because they're because uh you know you know it it just seems like it just hits like they sit on you heavy even though when you drink them it, they might feel light in the moment they do kind of sit on you heavier after right. the fact. And oh, so, sure. um, and so, I I would struggle to say maybe <laughs> this is this is the best I'll give you because I'm not good at, at 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 setting a scene like you are for these. But what I, what I'd say is I wouldn't say it's good for like if you were say you were in Michigan and you were in Traverse City in July or August. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh it's 85 degrees outside. You're uh you're on the boat. You're 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 drinking some light beers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get back, you finish eating dinner. It's about you know eight o'clock, and because it's Michigan, and you're in Traverse City, so you're on the west side, it's still kind of sunny outside. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of weird thing about Michigan. Like in in the summer, it could be like nine o'clock, and the sun's just getting ready to go down, and you're sitting on a porch and you're having a beer or two, chatting with your friends, and you drink a uh, you drink a Learn what is to be taken seriously and laugh at the rest. You know, it's about sixty-five degrees outside, seventy okay. degrees outside. You got your your Nike Michigan uh, sweater on, <laughs> or excuse me, whoa there, whoa there. You've Watch got your out. Nike uh, Michigan State sweater <laughs> sweater on, and that's and and so I I I would have a problem. Not a problem. I mean, I would probably do it if someone <laughs> offered them to me. But like, if I were like, you know, you know how in Michigan, for example, you spend all day in a summer like that on a boat. Mm-hmm. I, this might be a little too heavy for that. Okay. All right. But that's not taking away from the beer because I think and, this has a very unique taste to it, and I like and with, it. With, with it's not that overpowering unique taste, do you think it would go well with food? Nah, nah. I think it would go well with. And this is going to sound ridiculous, but I um. I uh, eat a lot of like um, <coughs> goat cheese and saltine crackers, and sometimes uh-huh. what I'll do is I'll get prosciutto and, mm-hmm. and uh, put a little bit of that on top of there. And sounds uh, good. And I think it, it would go well with that. Okay. And maybe if I used a better cracker than a saltine, uh, you could you could sauce that up and make it a, a appetizer. You know, like a you know if you were entertaining. It's funny that I know these things and I never entertain. My mom, right. when she was here the, the other uh, the other day, she was talking about um, <laughs> about like, oh, and this is great for if you entertain, or this is blah 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 for when you have guests over. And I just, whenever she would say that, I would laugh, and I'd be like, Have you ever met me? <laughs> like, right. What what do I seem like the entertaining type? <laughs> right. That's funny. <clears throat> now you know. Next time Brad comes to visit, or yeah, eventually for sure. when I get my way over to Philly. 
This will be another beer that will load up in the uh, in the old hatchback there. There we go. Weigh it down. We need we'll to make have that it on list. Your, we'll have it on your your back porch. Ooh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Sounds pretty I'm good. I'm probably nice. not going to bring it, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> so many, there's so many things that I've committed to. <laughs> right. You need to rent like a like a... Like a van or something to bring all these beers. <laughs> yeah, That's you for all. sure. Right there, you go. There you go. Perfect. Box truck. <laughs> oh man, that'd be great. Or just get a trailer. Just buy a little trailer for your for your That's VW. True. There you go. That's true. That they do it in they do it in Europe. People then would you can hook bring up your, like a... you can bring your keep. Well, actually, I have a keyboard at my parents. Okay, good to know. So we can jam. We'll have oh, to I move could've... it. Yeah. I... Uh, yeah, if we were yeah, if we were like in Britain or something, people would use like my size, you know, golf to like tow a little camper. Oh, for and go sure. On holiday, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's the beer of the pot, everyone. I was I was like I just froze for a second and I was like I think I'm done. Uh, so I think we can go on to uh, you know the uh, namesake of this here podcast. Good idea. The, name, the namesake of this here uh, sound uh, sound clip. And uh, this is the Untranslatables, where we uh, share our idioms, sayings, mm-hmm. uh, you know, things that our parents used to tell us from all around the world, uh, different languages that don't really make any sense if you just translate them to English, but uh, <coughs> make perfect sense, or don't make perfect sense, but, you know, have a deeper meaning than that that wacky translation. Or exactly. Which be wacky. Do you want to start wanna, us off? Uh, all right. Happy to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> happy to. All right, so, hit, it, uh, hit it. So in our last episode, we had one related to trains. Mm-hmm. And just to remind you and our viewers, it was Pres Tonea de Vlak, which means a train can't be driven across it, which means what, Jared? Do you remember? A train like, can't be driven not to across it. be a pushover? It. Is that what it was? Oh, no, that was the other one. That was right. hitting, the, you, like using your wood. body as a... Yeah, when you let others chop wood on you, yeah, yeah. Where it's like you're at a you're at crossroads, you're at an impasse. Um, no, it's when uh, it's you. You got it right the first time when when I, know, I quiz no, you on it. <laughs> that's um, hilarious. It's someone who's stubborn, <laughs> stubbornly set in their opinion. Ah, uh, uh, I gotcha. I right, gotcha. like like you, you're so damn stubborn, you can't even like drive a, a, a train across it. Like it won't make you move. Right, you wouldn't right, get right. out of the way. Right. Oh, uh, okay. I got gotcha. you. So you're so stubborn, you'd like a train hit you, maybe, instead of um, just moving out of the way and not being so stubborn. <laughs> Anyways, I, gotcha. I have an, I have another one that's train related. Choo choo, motherfucker. Um, Sorry, I don't know what and, that was. <laughs> <laughs> and it is naslepe koleyi, which means on the blind track. Uh, kind of like a wandering, lost in life. Not no, I would, no direction. I would, say, I would say this one, yeah, but this one's more is negative. Uh, I well, what I said was pretty negative. Lost with no direction. That could be good or bad, maybe. So no, you don't well, think so? I don't. I I don't see that as a good thing. Lost okay. with no direction does not sound like a good thing. Okay, unless maybe you're not. rich. <laughs> or I don't know. I, sometimes I, I like know. getting lost. Maybe I'm weird. Oh, well, that's different. I mean, you're thinking about it a little literally. I'm not talking about. I like getting that's lost true. if I'm walking around Philadelphia and like I. Right. If I'm like, wait a second, I don't know this area. That's a little different than. That's true. Generally right. lost yeah, yeah, with right. the direction of well, where we, your life we, is going. We have a we have a, a saying in English that also has the word track. On the wrong side of the tracks, or just on the wrong track. 
Oh, okay, okay. On the wrong yeah. side of the tracks is different. That's like yeah, someone yeah. that comes from sort of You're like on a dangerous the wrong neighborhood side of the tracks here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like that person grew up on the wrong side of the tracks is a Right. All right. My first one is um Sorry. <coughs> I actually didn't write down what it is, but I think it's Hindi. <laughs> nice. No, it definitely is. Actually, I'm not even going to use that one because I, I put it in there, but I I've, I I'm hesitant to use it cuz it's really long. So, we'll I'll I'll consider it cuz I kind of like it. But I'll, I'll start with a different one. Hindi as well, though. Uh, bael mushe mar. And that literally means inviting the bull to hit you. So is that like shooting yourself in the foot? Yeah. That. All right. To get yourself into trouble. Uh, usually, it's usually, but I think it's a little bit more specific than that. I'll give that to you because I think that would fit. But I think it's more just like stupidity, like an act of stupidity. Right. So yeah. shooting yourself in the foot is more to just like sabotage yourself. It right. doesn't even necessarily have to be a stupid thing, right? Shooting True. yourself in the foot, um, but I think those. I think you could put that in that category. Like you could probably use that for shooting yourself in the foot as well. Right. Okay. Nice. My uh, last one. Yes. No. Go ahead. My, go ahead. Go ahead. My last one for you is also check. Um, Look at you. I know, right? Um, <clears throat> and I have more coming in the future, too. Um, we'll see. It will be a historical day when I run out, though, because I'm sure I will eventually. So here we go. It is Nechtokovi Mavitihlavu, which means uh, leave it to the horse. It has a bigger head. Leave it to the horse. It has a bigger head. So it's like, like, don't do something like stick to what you like. Don't go out of your bounds like don't don't um overexert yourself but not not just physically mm. but just like don't 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 you're, kid you're yourself right essentially track. it's you're, like you're, don't don't <laughs> I, I don't know the right i know it's I feel not, like it's I know not it. don't kid yourself i feel like i know it but i, I can't figure out how to say it get, get, explain it to me I, i'm gonna i'm gonna so, tap out on this one. so 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 you're coming to visit very soon and uh say say you're like yeah um I'm concerned about these these places we're staying at. You know, I don't know if it'll be within our budget or if we'll have enough time or whatever. I just say, you know, Jared, it's okay. Um, leave it to the horse. It has a bigger head. Oh, so don't don't uh, you know worry about things that are out of your control. Essentially, exactly, exactly. Don't uh, yeah. So stop stop worrying about and forget your troubles. They will solve themselves somehow. Mm. Parada. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have. I'll, I'll give you one more. Uh, and this one is Hungarian. Sorry, mm -hmm. I, I'm, I've been a note writing machine this episode. Um, and it is Ugizep as elet elet ha zajik zajlik. Excuse me, zajlik. Okay, and, and what does that, that mean? literally, I realized, I was like, why am I pausing? He has no idea what that is. <laughs> um, it, literally, it literally means life is beautiful if it is happening. Just That just means you got you to gotta get out there and live life, right? Uh, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah I'd say so. I, but yeah, I'd say it, life is good when like interesting things are happening. Sure. So like, but it's like even if, but they're saying even if it's stressful or not going in the direction you wanted to, as long it's as still you're interesting. You know, making things happen, hap, uh, happen, yeah. then <clears throat> life is interesting. That makes sense. All right. Sometimes I, like that. I try to remind myself that you know, with all of my various endeavors. 
Of course. Where it's Definitely. Like, where it's like the fact that um, the fact that like I should just be proud of myself that the fact that I'm doing it consistently, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, I think it's time we talk about our main topic of today, which is what you look for in a hometown. What do you think, Jared? Let me ask you this first. Mm-hmm. What does settling down mean for you? I think living in a place that you plan on staying there for a a long period of time could also mean, obviously... What does it mean for you, by the way? You said could. Yeah, I'm talking about you. So you're saying when... when If or when I settle down. When you think about yourself and say... 50 years where where do you see i mean you could even say let me let me clarify what do you i'm asking you this but you could also say i think set the concept of settling down is bullshit you could say that too that's true but well, uh <clears throat> what, is, what is what is what is the concept of settling down or not to look like for you because <clears throat> we're in the prime of our life you know that's true that's a good point that's well a very i good can point. start if you want i'll no, let you think about all it. right sure good idea well for me uh, um you know, I, I I do slightly resent the idea of settling down, where it's like I, I mean I hope to be trying new things and living my life to my full to the fullest until I die, and that doesn't mean like skydiving and snorting coke off of <laughs> off of penises, but <laughs> but like it's like trying new things and and doing things mm-hmm. that interest me and excite me, um, and so like I don't when I think settling down, I don't even necessarily think of like the like a you know two and a half kids and a dog and a wife kind of thing. Right. I think more of, you know, even if I, even if I still want to travel and ideally the older I get, I'll have a more of a budget to travel a little bit more freely and a little bit more time. But Mm -hmm. like, I look at settling down as having, I would love to have like a one, a place I own. Mm -hmm. I think that's important. Me too. A place, not, not just renting a place. And the thing about having a place you own is it kind of adds a level of commitment to staying there for a while. Of course. Uh, You know, unless, because I'm not, I'm not talking about a place I'm going to flip or something. So I would like to have like a place I own and it's, and it's sort of a comfort thing asset wise, especially Mm -hmm. if you could pay it off in a reasonable amount of time, I guess. Sure. Like, uh, so that's kind of a comfortable thing to think about as well. Like if shit goes bad, it's like you could sell it. If shit were to go terribly, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah. But yeah. like, um, so like, I do like the idea of having a home somewhere, and um, I do like the idea of being in a place where, uh, not I like I, I I'm not talking about some some make it rain, ball and shit, but where I just don't have to like concern myself with my bills. Hmm. Sure. Where it's just like where where I can ha- where let's put it this way. I would like to get a, to a place where I can put all of my bills on auto pay and not think about it. That'd be great. That would be <laughs> awesome. For sure. Uh that that would be a very comforting feeling. And not just not think about it but not have to but but just like and 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 I don't and I think another thing is I don't see myself as someone that like um like fancies myself as like a, a fancy liver. Like I don't see myself like with exquisite taste and things. Even if I did right. have like a shit ton of money, even as someone that's like a car nerd, like you know, I like I like you know, I like Ferrari four eight eight pistas. But I'm not dri- I'm not buying one of those things. You crazy? Right. Like like yeah. <laughs> like I'm like I'm not driving that to work. It's, it's like, I mean I, that's it, that's the same with me and guitars. Even if I was a billionaire, I don't think. Well, maybe if I but was But that's a, a little different, though, because you could, because for a car, you have to, to enjoy it, you have to be in public. 
you can enjoy these fancy ass guitars and and you in That's private true. or play it with people that are your friends or whatever. Right. That's true. Um, so for me, settling down, I guess, would would also be definitely getting a place. Um, ideally, ideally a house. <coughs> I mean, look, man. Here's the thing. Um, I love it here in Europe. I don't know how long I'll be here. Depends on job prospects. Depends on a lot of things. I would only foresee myself living here permanently if I had like, one, a, a really, really good job or also a, a serious lady. Right. Right. And uh, um, other than that, I'm not sure where I'll be. I don't think I would like to see myself back in the United States at some point. Whether or not that happens and how long that happens, I have no idea. So Maybe part of settling down to you, you imagine, you know, living your final years in America. Probably. Ideally in Michigan, maybe. Yeah. But who knows? Um, well, feel, you know, if, mm-hmm. if it keeps getting that cold, your final years will come soon. <laughs> That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> By uh, the way, you've ever since you've mentioned to me that you're, you have two uncles that have convinced you that, uh, that the world's ending in our lifetime... Or that we're gonna have some serious sort of climate issue in our lifetime. Mm-hmm. It's been terrifying me with all the shit that's been going on. I, I, yeah, I've literally been thinking scary. about your two uncles consistently since you've mentioned that to me months ago. <laughs> I hope you. I hope you haven't been losing sleep on it. Um, but yeah. I've actually found their information and I've emailed them personally. <laughs> I've gone past you. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah. So for me, the the big thing for settling down is. I think it has to do a lot with my my job and also um, <clears throat> the the people in my life, you know? Um, right. God forbid if either of my parents had serious health issues, I'd be back in Michigan in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but but uh, see, that's tough, though, because I understand the, the, the concept behind that. Mm-hmm. But, like, you, you don't – you'd have to also, while dealing with your parents, find a job. That seems very <laughs> difficult to do. Like you're just assuming that you can just go back there and survive and that you're going to have like income. You know what I mean? No, I I completely understand. But I I guess I understand your I understand what you're saying, though. Obviously, that's your first thought where it's like, of course, if if they need me, I I like to think that I'd be there for them. I get I'm I'm not trying to tell you that you're not that you're a liar. (laughs) (laughs) No, I, I know what you mean, though. It's. It has to do with the feasibility. You know, if there's right. no income, how are you going to pay for a place to live, food, everything else? I, I, I gotcha. Um, right. But yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't... I guess my thing is, and, and sometimes I lose sleep on this at night, is um, I don't know where I'll be or what I'm doing. And so for me, it's right now, it's really hard to visualize settling down. Um, yeah, I got that. I know, got that. And, and to be honest, had, had things have gone... Um, differently with my uh previous relationship uh i think i probably would have been back in michigan and would have looked for a job there and then if i wouldn't have had any luck Are you talking about abroad. Me? yes i'm talking about you that's right that's right yeah everyone actually we are uh we're finishing the podcast after this episode episode 69 uh, is the, the last episode no um, irony that that would be ironic, wouldn't it? We, this episode should have been a sex themed episode. We we really dropped the ball on that one. We're such bad planners, right? I mean, we're talking about we're talking <coughs> about uh, uh, Valentine's Day, like a week after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so hey, t- time is a man made concept, you know. 
Right, right. And that's the thing. Ideally, you know, that's also the thing about podcasts, what I love about the concept of having the podcast up there. It's like, I, I hope people listen to this years later on a random Tuesday right. in, in July. Like right. that—that's how podcasts are going to be. Li- like that's how these things are listened to more than. Like, obviously, it matters who's listening right when you put them up. But I think I, I'm, I, 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 there are some podcasts where like I just go back through and listen to ones that have been up for years. I right. love that. Oh, for sure, for sure. Who cares what day it is? It's 2032 for all you know. That could be even 2050. Who knows? Even 2100. There, I that's, said it. I beat there you. There we go. We keep going. <laughs> it could be infinity right now. That's true. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah. My so something I do think about is my parents, uh, who both have have said to me that they miss Michigan. They're not, you know, they're not from Michigan. They they have spent they spent a lot of their life there because of work, and that's and where I Spartans, grew up. Spartans, aren't they? Grad school. Like, hey, it counts. It <laughs> I guess counts. you do. Yeah, they both got their MBA uh, from from Michigan State. They went to undergrad in Louisiana, uh, various schools in Louisiana. But they um, they're from Louisiana, and they have since moved back to um moved back to Louisiana and it seems like a little bit of an obligation you know cuz they're you know, obviously their parents are older mm-hmm. and uh, right. you know uh, a little bit's taking care of their parents and stuff like that so a little bit of an obligation but they own a house there that i assume you know they plan to keep forever so um right but they have my dad does say to me that he misses Michigan uh, which it kind of surprises me mm-hmm. but um i think Wh- maybe why does it surprise you uh, one because of weather, you okay. know, it's it's funny to see how quickly um, people, you know, I've mentioned the same thing with being here in Philly, but it's even more for my parents who are in the south, where you know the coldest is getting is the thirties, and you know they shut shit down. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so you know, it's funny how quickly people can adapt to cli- to different climates, and so that's one thing. But it's also um, a lot of their friends have, you know, they still have a lot of friends there. But some of their friends have since moved to different places that they wouldn't want to move to, you know, that they wouldn't really consider to move to. So, like, so I just, I just kind of pictured that. Um, I don't know, but uh, that's that. That is kind of reassuring, where, where it's like you, they, they sort of naturally made their, you know, even though they strongly identify with Louisiana because they grew up there, they were born there, and all that stuff. They, um, they made their own home, and 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 they've sort of turned turned this place into. Potentially a, a home for fellow family members of future generations. Mm-hmm. My sister is back there now. Oh, nice, nice. Um, yeah. and I think for me, a lot of settling has to do with um, whether or not I'll have a family. You know, that's if, what I was about to ask you. If, do you if, fancy yourself a family man, I would love to have a family. Absolutely, hundred yeah. yeah. percent would yeah, love to have a, a family. Great dad. Thank you, thank you. You you would be too. <laughs> I don't think uh, you would be. You're a okay. smart guy. Yeah, I think you would be. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm sure I could step up to the plate if need be. Right. Um, Luckily, I, oh, uh, sure. I'm on point with. <clears throat> never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> keep going. Um, it, it was funny. I, it was funny. One of my colleagues at school asked me. She was like, "Yeah, so do you want to have any children?" And then she jokingly, jokingly was like, "Well." Or maybe you have some American you don't know about, and I was like, oh, I, ho- I hope not. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, I think it's like, oh, let's keep it that way. Like, I, hope I, s- <laughs> I never hear about them. Right. Um, uh, so, so uh, see, we're furthering this question of would you settle down then? Because mm-hmm. 
You so I, I think having kids, and I don't know if having kids means you're settling down, but I think that's kind of in the image of settling down. Yeah, is having yeah, kids. Yeah. What kind of so would you picture yourself living in like a suburbs or like in the city? Because I tell you this, whether I have kids or not, I like the idea of, you know, as I said, owning a place. That's just mm-hmm. for uh, financial security reasons. Sure. Yeah. Um. Um. But also, I like the idea of say living in. Um. I don't know if I want to live in like a you know. Manhattan, that kind of city, mm-hmm. but living in a kind of a, like a city area, but in like a townhome. Almost think okay. Cosby Show House. I know that's a rough reference these days, right? But every most people, I know a lot exactly of people have seen the Cosby about, Show. Exactly. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking <laughs> uh, about. And, every, and most people know exactly what I mean when I say Cosby Show House, where it's where brownstone. Right. That's the there proper term. There you go. Um, so uh, I, I kind of like that idea of where it's like you're kind of half in the city. Like like you're in sort of the outskirts of the city, but you're mm-hmm. very accessible to it, because um, I think that um, like e- even just so- something as simple as having proximity to city accesses people to uh, a lot more culture than I I remember being ex- uh, exposed to as a child. Okay, because I grew yeah. up in, in in like rural sub rural slash suburbs sort of area. Right. And um and like in my formative years, my child child years mm-hmm. from like, you know, kindergarten to fifth grade or whatever. Um so um I, I, I don't I, I so what uh, so that was me. What about you? So honestly, if if I had a family, I would want to grow up somewhere a little a little bit somewhere out in the country, maybe somewhere near like Ann Arbor or Lansing, but a little bit out in the country. Um, I would say a 20 to ideally a 20 maximum 35 minute drive into wherever I need to go, either the city or work or wherever, um, with, with some land. Um, you know, I'm a dog person. Our listeners know now, if you've checked out our Instagram on translatable podcast, um, I love dogs and I would love to have one or two, um, if I had my own house. Um, and the other surprise, I'm surprised that you, uh, I thought you'd be more open to the idea of settling down in uh, a non-American country, whatever that be. Like never coming back and staying mm-hmm. in Germany for the rest of your life because of, uh, or that only have to be because of uh, probably a lady or a job, I guess. I'd say, well, I don't know. I Well, see, here's here's the thing. Or even if you were with a German woman, would you still <coughs> ideally like to move back to Michigan? Um, if, if we could both find work and, and have a healthy, healthy family life. Yeah. What do you want, Chad? What, you're, too, what? you're too, uh, you're too, uh, uh, open to other people's opinions. <laughs> I, I guess so. Maybe that's part of me being a teacher uh, as well. But, um, cause you kind of have to be sometimes, but, um, no, for sure. But I, I don't know for, for me. Okay. If to give you a five, I'll try to give you a five year plan. All right. The next five years, I'm trying to really um, work my ass off, start saving money, get myself mm-hmm. some type of place, whether that be buy a, an apartment in Europe, in the States, somewhere, buy a house, something that I can eventually, you know, have some type of real estate so I have an investment. You know, I'm sick of just renting and, you know, just... Yeah, me too. You're just throwing away your money, you know? Yeah. Um, and so... So ideally, the location doesn't really matter too much. Like I'd be fine, I think, in Germany, or honestly, man, even here in the Czech Republic. I really like it here in Komutov. 
Um, or, or Michigan. I mean, the, the reason why I say Michigan is because obviously my family's there. I have a lot of friends there. Familiarity. Um, exactly. Um, another place, though, I've been thinking about a couple random places. I love it. As we've talked about a little bit on the pod, I love it out west. So Montana or Colorado would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been warming up. For some reason, I've been warming up to the idea of Tennessee for some reason. Nashville's okay. there. Memphis is there. Yeah. Um, yeah. also, uh, for some weird reason, North Carolina as well. I'm with you on that one. I could see that. So I could definitely see that. Um, that but, was actually on my list. Oh, nice. Nice. Cause what, what other places thing. are on I your mentioned, list? I mentioned Cosby style brownstone, mm-hmm. but I also don't want to pay, um, like, for example, we have our buddy Don lives in San Francisco. I'm not, I'm not to, to get, uh, like a, a that town home. You have to like. You know, oh, it's an sacrifice arm and three of your children. Right, exactly. Um, and so, like, that's why I like the idea of a city like, uh, and I could definitely see myself in Ann Arbor as well. I mean, you know, I, I hate to harp on Michigan because we always do. Right. Uh, so I'll just say that real quick. Ann Arbor would be on my list, but oh, uh, I love North Carolina. It's a great city. Is, would definitely be on my list. Mm-hmm. Um, Chapel I could see Hill. Myself, uh, maybe I guess I'd have to. I, I need to know more about like the areas. Right. I did like Asheville, but okay. I don't know what. Kind of jobs would be around there. Um, let's let's see. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think real quick. I could potentially see myself in the suburbs. Uh, like 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 if eventually, if I were to buy a place, moving outside of the city a little bit, but still maybe being within Philadelphia mm-hmm. and getting a place here. Um, I could consider that. I would not want to long term. I love um, Philadelphia. Well, that's not true. I like Philadelphia. <laughs> it's a great place. Well, that's not. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it's a great place. But the thing is, I, so far I'm not in a place where I could see myself like, like staying here. Okay. Where it's like you know I don't have a problem being here. It's not. I. I but but, for example, the streets are terrible, dude. It is. This terrible, and not it not only is it terrible in quality, but it's also I'm not just talking about driving, but I'm talking about the, li- the level of, of litter on the streets is ridiculous. Uh-huh. And and so like um I maybe I like the idea of like outside of DC, but that's kind of expensive too. Right. See, I was thinking uh, about Cali because I met a professor uh, and she was telling me that at community colleges in California, you can get paid really well, have good benefits. Um, Do uh, professors from four-year colleges make fun of you guys? Pr- probably, but I don't give a shit, dude. If you're making That's good true. money and have good benefits. That's true. Um, but I don't know if I could live in Cali. Uh, I like the Four Seasons. Uh, what a cliche. Yeah, it's true, Chad though. cliche. It's true. <laughs> that, that'll be your podcast nickname. <coughs> there we go. I, I have a question for you, though, buddy. And I've wondered this ever since you moved to Philly, and I've never asked it to you before. Um, oh God. Did you move there because because of Philly, or did you move there because of work? What brought you What brought you to Philly? It was a hundred percent because of work. Okay. So, like, you know, the job I had before, um, I was not a fan of at all. It, mm-hmm. it was it was it was not my thing, and so I was just you know I didn't really know what I wanted to do, so I was just kind of typing in random keywords that would relate to stuff I like and I stumbled upon it. I remember, you know, I had an interview here, you know, obviously before I had the job, I had an interview here at the company 
And they, you know, they got me a flight and I got a rental car, which is funny because my, my company is in a place where they would not do that at all for especially someone in my position now. Uh, but <laughs> they did it then. And they got me a rental car. And I, and I remember driving from the airport to the office and just being like, what am I doing right now? Like, because like I had made up some stupid excuse to get out of my old shot, like to, to mm-hmm. you know, of why I, t- I was taking a day off. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and I was driving there. And I was like, I can't believe I'm like, doing this wrong. I was like, I'm not taking this job. Right. And obviously I'm not doing it. Right. But I but I think that that motivates a lot of uh, those initial moves. Like that is what motivated my parents to move to Michigan, and now they you know feel a serious connection to it. Right. That's why I'm in the Czech Republic. Uh, yeah, but you you don't feel a serious connection to it yet, do you? Of course I do. I love it. But here. not the sort of connection where it's like. Like I like I not the when I have a serious connection I mean like Michigan connection like you don't of you don't co- speak of, of Czech not. Republic I like spent a, that much that's time what I mean there. by serious yeah, connection yeah. yeah I gotcha um yeah and not to downplay your uh, how you feel about the <laughs> Czech Republic but I think there is a, a difference of what I was trying to get at yeah yeah sure um, all right so um yeah I'm not paying San Francisco prices I mean, I asked I was gonna ask whether you said you like Four Seasons yep. I don't know if I'm married to the Four Seasons. You know, okay. I like I like the concept of it, but I only like the concept. I don't like the concept of it for winter. Sure. I like the concept of it for spring and fall. And spring and fall is getting shorter and shorter these days. So, right. True. Uh, it's just turning into extreme hot and extreme cold these days. Do you care about sports teams? Do you want to live in a place that has uh, some sort of professional team? Not really. I mean, I many friggies with, with the either. with the internet, you can watch whatever you want, whenever you want. So, so exactly. yeah, I really don't care. Mm-mm. Most of my sports watching, I'm not a fan of anything. Most of my sports watching uh, is more of a background activity sort of thing. Okay. Like it, I enjoy sure. having it on in the background, and maybe sometimes I'll find myself. And whether it's usually it's either going to be football or I rarely watch football anymore. Uh, I really watch football. I, you have to be on YouTube to get that, listeners. Um, uh, I really watch football anymore, but um, I do watch football. And even then, uh, a lot of that is is background watching. You know, sometimes I'll find myself staring at it for longer, extensive periods of, of time than not. But it's still sort of a background watching thing. Like, I still right. have something else going on. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Uh, so I don't really care about sports teams either. And first, and I guess also we grew up in 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 uh, where the Pistons haven't won since two thousand four. The Lions have never won. Nope. When's the last time the Tigers won? The nineties, early two thousands. What What do you mean? Like we're the just World a Series. winning? Oh, World Series hasn't been since a, a long time. I might maybe was the eighty eighty four was it? I have might no have idea. I think regardless, so. it's been a long I, time. I think they've won two World Series. I think. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a while. Red Wings haven't won the Stanley Cup since the early two thousands. And that's the thing too. We did used to have the uh, we did used to have the uh, Red Wings that we could hang our hat on because they used right. to be dominant. But that hasn't really been the case in a while. Although they still do brag that they're always in the playoffs, even though they get kicked out in the first round. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's been a trend. <laughs> but I think I think college sports in Michigan are really good. Obviously, MSU, yeah. U of oh, M yeah. have great programs for a lot of different teams. And I will that's say very this. True. If I do live in Michigan, I would like to be close enough to East Lansing to be able uh, be able to go to the basketball games once once in a while. Really? Oh, I love going to the basketball wow. games. They're a lot so of fun. So it sounds like it sounds like I, I, this is my evaluation um, is that in the ideal situation you're going to end back up in Michigan. 
Because there's be. so many connections that you have that, like, oh, you're like, oh, also this, I, I like, if I were in Michigan, if I were, not that I right. have to end up there, I would right. love to have this around and this around and this around. But as then that's why I say you don't feel the same way about the Czech Republic because you don't have those things. I don't hear you saying, Correct. oh, but but if I if I live in Michigan forever, then I, then I won't be able to experience this in Germany or this in the Czech Republic again. Right. I mean, I guess in an ideal world, if I could really pick and choose. I'd have a this place. is what this is all about. We're playing I, imaginary time right okay, now. Okay, great. Well, then let's let's imagine Many it. Let's imagine stuff. it up. If in an ideal world, I'd have a place in the states and I'd have a place in Europe. Okay. If I was if I That's was really fair. balling, I'd have a place in uh, both places. But I don't think you have to be. I mean, yeah, you have to be balling to a certain extent. Obviously, you have to be doing well. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to be like Bezos balling or like – I that's mean, obviously true. not. Obviously, you don't have to be Bezos balling. Right. But you don't, that's, a lot, that's an exaggeration. Bezos balling is – I mean, he, he can do whatever he wants. Right. Uh, but you don't have to be like a, some sort of multimillionaire to, to do that. You know, I think that that's fairly a possible thing to do, especially if you were to take advantage of things like Airbnb – uh, for example, so right. while you're not in one place, you could rent it out or something. Oh, like for that. sure, yeah, yeah, most definitely. Um, so, so yeah, maybe a place in Michigan and a place somewhere in Europe. I would, I would probably say Germany, Austria, Austria or Czech Republic. Okay, those I would be. I think my I could spots. see myself in Austria. Yeah, I've never sure. been to the Czech Republic, so I'll, I'll let you guys know in a couple of weeks on that one. That's right, we'll find out. But. Uh, <laughs> But I could probably see myself in Austria. I, Germany depends on the city. I, I think I haven't been to enough of Germany. Okay. Because I, I I enjoyed Dusseldorf, which is where I where I lived. I lived mm-hmm. in Maybusch, which is like a suburb, quote unquote, of mm-hmm. Dusseldorf. But obviously, I, you know, my school's in Dusseldorf and all that shit. But um, do you still have any contacts at that school? Uh, not at the school, but I did. I have been talking to my neighbor Akash. He's American as well. He lives mm-hmm. in New York now. But he was my neighbor uh, for like three of the four years that I lived in, and by neighbor I mean we lived in like a duplex house, and oh, he nice. was the uh, he, so oh, cool. he was like okay. connection neighbor, right? Nice. And so like you know we one of those open door policy kind of uh, neighbors. Oh, cool. But anyway, uh, so I do, I do talk to a couple friends from uh, a couple friends okay. from um from for I don't have any contacts to like the school. Okay. Directly. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, Okay. Why do you ask? It's on it's on my list of places I may apply to. Oh, really? Yeah. To yeah. get a teaching job? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I I have well I I'm, I might have contacts in that sense. <coughs> okay. Uh, we'll, we can we'll talk, talk about, about it after that. the pod. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll talk about I, I thought it later. you meant like, am I like cool with anyone? Just like, but I think I might be able to, to at least like, I, yeah, that'd be interesting. Oh, that'd be so cool. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll talk about All right. it. But yeah. Yeah, so the the other thing for me as well um, in terms of uh, having a, a a new hometown or things things that I would want is um, a decent music scene, you know. Um, and, yes. and I don't I don't you really care. Nashville. R- right, I They've I don't really care about Wazoo. like a, a a club or a disco, but find me a place that there's a couple places where even just local bands will come play, even if it's like a coffee shop or something. Yeah. I mean, like those places I took Brad to while while uh exactly. while he was here. And, yeah, and, and I, Arbor I really is a enjoy great that. place for that as well because U of M has a lot of concerts there. Right. Um, yeah, you get you can use like the college because mm-hmm. they have a lot of a lot of bands and jazz bands mm-hmm. and various uh, quartets and quintets and shit that exactly concerts exactly. So so that's another big thing for me. Um, also, 
a couple a couple decent restaurants. Like where I'm from in Dexter, we actually have quite a few pretty good little restaurants. My favorite shout out would be the Dexter Pub. That's like when you're in Michigan, have I been we're, there we're going there. I think we have they they have uh, they have Hakkasho and on tap. There. I've been I've been to your place so many times, but I feel like we always either stay at your house or go to Ann Arbor. Right. Well, I'll take I'll take you there when we're in Michigan. All righty. Alrighty. Well, what was that place we went to um, where where we just got, like, we got dropped off, where we just stopped, not got dropped off, but we stopped there to get beer, and it looked like a real classy place, and we looked like real slobs, and we were just going in and out? Maybe. Everyone was inside, though, because I think it was winter months, but it doesn't matter. Might have been the beer grotto, but yeah. Now we're really just digressing. I'm right. That's okay. (laughs) But yeah, um, are there any other things that are really important to you in terms of uh, things you want in a hometown? I would like to have a close accessibility accessibility to woods. So, like, oh, even call. if, for example, I live in Philadelphia, but I I live thirty minutes away from one of my favorite mountain biking <coughs> places, and I, I I love that accessibility too. And it's not even just mountain biking because every time I go, I'm like. This is this feels like it's about to end badly, but sure. like I even if like just to, like go hiking or something like it's also a great thing, a great place to take people that come visit me because it's so different than what right. people would expect in Philadelphia. Right, and that's what we'll hopefully be able to do here when you come visit. Yeah, um, there's some great mountains and stuff. So yeah, yeah, I agree. I think nature is a great addition as well. Um, yeah, I would like some trails. Um, yeah, for me, I guess it would just be good music, decent, a couple decent restaurants and some good trails. And, you know, it was funny. I was talking to, a uh, somebody the other day, um, at the ball and they were asking me, Oh, all these questions. And I was like, I was like, you know what? Like, I don't need a lot to be happy. Like I'm a pretty simple guy. You know, if, if there's mm-hmm. a couple restaurants I can go to, like here, here I go to the kebab place a couple times a week. Now I know I'm like really everybody who works there. By the way. What? <laughs> I'm really looking forward to doing this. Oh yeah. And they're pretty good here in, in Komutov. And since they're my they're my homies, it's always fun to go in there. Um, how do you say spicy in Czech? Uh, uh well the like the spicy sauce is called chili omachka. Okay. Chili, chili omachka. Mm-hmm. Prosim. Right. Chili omachka prosim. Uh-huh. Or you could say mots mots omachka. I think that's how you say it, which would be um, like a lot of sauce, extra, give me that extra, mm. you know, give me some more spice. Um, right. and, we'll, and we'll get to some of these check words in a bit. Um, okay. All right. You did promise that last episode. <coughs> That's right. So yeah, <clears throat> but I think, the, the, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. This, this cold it was has just been funny lingering. watching your head, Bob, when you did that, you're like, Oh, one more. <laughs> right. Um, still doing this, huh? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm surprised too. If you haven't noticed, I, I think I'm mostly over my uh, sickness and here you are not, so this, this, is, this is what happens when you go Still to fighting it. This is what happens when you go to a, a ball and it's stay out point. until five a.m. It's, it's, it's a good not point. A good, not a good plan. You need to get some rest there, Mister. Mm-hmm. You do drink a lot of water there. I'll give you that. Yeah. Every time I see you, you have one of those giant bottles. Fun, fun, uh, fun game for our listeners. Um, watch us on YouTube, and every time you see me take a drink, you take a drink of of water or other beverages. I don't condone. Um, actually, well. Let's be honest. We we do a beer review all the time. So have have a beer, enjoy it. Yeah. It and just might be gone fast. Often talk about being hungover on the podcast. <laughs> that's also true. <laughs> that is true. But yeah. Um and I guess that's the other thing. I would also like a place in in a hometown that like a pub with decent beer on tap. 
that would be a plus. Okay. Like here, here I've been spoiled. There's so I much like good that, beer. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I, I don't think I, you know, maybe it's nice to have like a local watering hole mm-hmm. with some variety. But I don't, I don't think I need like some sort of like great selection of beer. On. Obviously, it would be nice. I'm going right. to fight it. Sure. But sure. I, 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 like if I were, if I were considering a place to settle down. I don't think that would be a prohibiting factor for me, but obviously I agree that's right. very nice. It'd be a nice, but I think extra. Some of the other things like access to the woods or access mm-hmm. to live music, I like that one too. Mm-hmm. Some of those might actually be prohibiting factors. Yeah, maybe. I think a, a nice gym would also be good, unless I'm balling enough to have my own home gym. Exactly. If you, exactly. <laughs> so it depends on or your you could do status. like the rock and have a, a traveling have gym. A traveling gym. There we go. There we go. Which would be bigger than both of your houses in exactly. Europe and America put together. <laughs> I'd probably need a good steroids uh, connect to keep up with that workout to even make it be worth it. <laughs> Do you think he does steroids? I think I think he he probably has maybe, but he's he's such uh, a big dude. He's a freaking nature. Um, I don't know. I I've talked to a couple like bodybuilder guys, and they seem pretty sure he's he's using something. Um, well, but, I've heard that knows? a lot of actors do, even if for like a short period of time, yeah. to do, when they do that sort of, you know, like that sort of, for example, Michael G- B. Jordan in, um, I'm not saying he used steroids. I'm just using an example I, of someone I that don't, like. I don't think he used steroids. He he was buff, but he wasn't steroid big. All right. Uh, some of that also felt CGI to me. Well, yeah, yeah it could be. Could be. Because it, it, at least it kind of slightly looked like he had one of those 300 six-packs, you know? I think that was real. Um, All right. Maybe it was. Yeah. Um, I could have been. Know. It could have been. You never Maybe know. That just shows how uh, how good his six-pack is. That it, right. Uh, exactly. It almost looks CG-hyed. Your six-pack is too good that it looks fake. Uh, um, can you eat like a pizza or two just to <laughs> tone it down a little bit? <laughs> exactly. This is better. This is, looks faker than our computers would make it look. <laughs> and it's right. real. <laughs> right, but yeah. So, um, I think you know those who are... probably speaking of uh, Creed, by the way, mm-hmm. or not Creed, but speaking of Michael B. Jordan, who was in Creed, who probably is using steroids, is uh, Stallone because he's in the seventies mm. and he mm. looks rock solid still. I mean, he was arrested recently. I thought with with steroids. I thought they they're they illegal like that. They're yeah, they're illegal. They're not legal. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah, they're illegal. Mm-hmm. I don't know people could get arrested for steroids. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, or, I knew or it was they, like they found, the rules or they sports, found but. steroids and maybe paid a fine. I don't think he, I don't think he served well, he's served jail to prison. time. Or, right. No, also, I don't he's think rich. So. Right. Exactly. Rich people don't go to prison for drugs. Right. No, not really. That's um, for you know, black and Mexicans. All right. Well, way to make it uh, depressing right at the end there, Jared. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we should move on and talk about our song of the pod. What do you think, Jared? Bajalsta. Uh, <laughs> So uh, I, tell us about it. This was your choice. It was. So it's and, called... Uh, uh-huh. No, go ahead. Go it's ahead, called go ahead. Uh, Au Revoir. I don't say it right. Can you say it? You probably say it better. Au, au Revoir. Thank you. By a German guy named Mark... F- Interestingly enough, by a German guy named Mark Forster. Um, yeah, the song is in German. It's not even yes. in French other than that phrase. Correct. Which means goodbye mm-hmm. in French. Right. And what what are your thoughts? Um... Is whimsical the right word? It has sort of a whimsical feeling to it. Right. There's it's the almost, strings it's sort, it's, on there. It's kind of sad. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. he's talking it's it's sort of a sad 
Uh, I'll say this. One, I did not give it enough listens. I could have given it more. I, I guess I could listen to it now. But, like, um, uh, I, I, before I, I tell you, I want to, I, I want to, first of all, can you tell me where you heard of it? Um, I had a, a or, or is it random? You can tell me if it's random too. I, I had okay. a student show it to me a couple of years ago. Uh, is, do you have you listened to other stuff from this artist, or or is it just this the is song? this is really the only one I know about him? Okay, um, you know it it sounds nice, but I think at least for my ear, it's a little too almost whimsical sounding. Okay, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, what do you how, you like it? Do you you enjoy it? You, it has wordplay, kind of, it, doesn't I, it? I do, yeah, yeah. I do like that. And the other thing, I thought this was very fitting in a way to loosely related to our topic a little bit. How if yes, you, it is. If yes. you basically the song, t- well, here I have the lyrics right here. So, so here, Jared, we're going to Germany. Mm-hmm. You need to practice uh, your German. So I slipping will, on gator. Piss. I'll give you a couple sentences. And uh, and we'll we'll translate them together. Don't worry, I'm not gonna hang you out to dry. We'll <laughs> do this together. Right? You embarrass me on my own podcast. <laughs> so here we go. We'll start off easy. We'll start with the beginning. In diesem Haus, wo ich wohne, uh, in this house where I live, ist alles so gewohnt. Is everything so? You know, I guess that would be comfortable. Yeah, yeah, good. So zum Kotzen vertraut. Kotzen. Is that to throw up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, say that sentence again then. So zum Kotzen vertraut. Wait, so that means so you're like guaranteed, like you're trusted to throw up? Is That's what it sounds like it's saying. Well, it means like it's just so comfortable, it's like it makes you sick. Like, it like it's, it's disgusting? Right. Like it's too, oh, too oh, ordinary. It's too comfortable. Too, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good. Uh, man, jeder Tag ist so gleich. Every day is the same. Uh, ich, uh, ich zieh runden durch mein Teich. I don't know what Teich is. Uh, uh, pond. Oh, so it's like I, I look at my sa- the same round pond every day is essentially what he's saying? Yeah, more or less like the same stuff. I mean, that's not a direct translation, right. but that seems like what he's yeah. saying. We, we don't need to be direct. Meaning's more important. Ich will right. nur noch hier raus. Uh, I don't want to go outside? <laughs> is that what he's saying? No, no, I have to... I have to I ha- I want to leave here. I just have I just oh, want oh, to leave oh, here. Oh. Uh, yeah, sorry, I misheard you. I got you now. Yep. <coughs> and then <coughs> here he says, "Ich brauche mehr Platz und frischen Wind." I need more space and fresh air or wind. Yeah, air, fresh air. It sounds better in English. Ich muss schnell woanders hin. Uh, I need to find a new place soon. Son- Essentially, uh-huh. that's yeah, a rough yeah. translation. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Sonst wach uh, wachs ich hier fest. Or else I'm gonna like grow, grow idle. Right. Or I'll be stuck growing here. Good. Yeah. Ich mache einen uh, Kopfsprung durch die Tür. Kopfsprung. Like a like, like a, a, like a handstand. A like like you've, you're jumping out of uh-huh. the door. Yeah, yeah. Like essentially like running away from your home. Right, right. Um, ich lasse alles hinter mir. Uh, I'm gonna leave everything behind. Hab was Großes im Visier. I have something in my something big in my vision. Yeah, yeah, or in my view, or yeah, in my view. Uh huh. Ich komme nie zurück zu mir. Uh, I'm never coming back to. I I mean, direct translation is to me, but I, I assume he's saying to like his old self. Exactly. 
And then here, this is, I also. That's pretty I, good. It's pretty good. Yeah, you did great. Give Thank yourself you. a couple of ham horns, my man. <laughs> you deserve it. And then this is, this is what I like about it. And uh, uh, is, the, is the, the refrain or the, the chorus. Es gibt, es gibt nichts, was mich hält. Uh, there is, there's nothing that I care about, essentially. There's nothing that, that's holding me. Okay. Just yeah, I think that's fair. It's like tying me down. Oh, right. That's the, that's say. more of a direct translation. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was uh, trying to au think. Au revoir. Right. Vergesst wer ich war. Vergesst mein Namen. Es, wie, es wird nie, wie, uh, nie mehr sein, wie es war. See, that's what I love about um, about about a lot of different languages that, you know, songs, where it's just mm -hmm. like, the only reason essentially that he chose au revoir is that it fits better. Mm -hmm. With the German stuff, right? The, essentially, yeah. Au revoir, var. And I love, yeah. I, I love just, I love, and everyone, and every, uh, you know, essentially everyone. Let's put it this way: everyone that's listening to the song knows what au revoir means. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. It's a, uh, you know, and so I, I just love that usage. Sorry, I, I totally no, screwed up the you're translation. Right. You're good, but no, I, I love that. Yeah, forget who I who I was. Forget my name. It will never, uh, it will never be like it was. But yeah, mm -hmm. so it's a good song. Also, German rapper Zito is on there as well. Um, absolutely, yeah. I think it's a pretty fantastic song. Um, I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. It, it, uh, it's not that I didn't like it. It's just it probably wouldn't be on my iPod. But that doesn't mean right. I don't like it. It is whimsical though. That's a that's a good word. All right, Jared. So I've I've put you to the test with some German. Yeah. So now it's time for and some I Czech. That bitch. So you you ace <laughs> right. the German. We'll see how you do with the Czech. All right. So oh, first man. of all, Jared, what are some words you know or remember in Czech? Before I start quizzing you, prosim, prosim, uh huh, prosim, which is means what? Please. And also, you're welcome. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. Ano is yes. Uh huh. Ano. And ano is yes, and no is no. Ne. Ne is right. Ne is no. Uh huh. Um, dobry den is a good day. Uh huh. Very good. You even, got the little, you even got the little uh, ra in there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> Dobri den. Um, pivo is beer. Yeah. Good. Pivo prosim. Pivo is prosim. A beer, please. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Pivo prosim. One that I only remember because you just said this a couple episodes ago is Neymam means I don't have. Very good. Yeah. Uh huh. Neymam uh, pivo. I don't have beer. Neymam pivo. Nuite anglitski, which could come in handy, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Which is, do you speak English for the listeners? Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, parada, viborni, because I right. play it <laughs> consistently. Right. Uh, actually, so I'm surprised at how many I've rattled off. What does Heski uh, Kluk mean? Heski Kluk is good boy. So Heski is a word that comes up in other... Uh, so I do know Heshki, which mm -hmm. Heshki Kluk might not be that handy as a tourist, right. but I have heard Heshki You can Yeah, and you can say... And I, I, I fucked up the pronunciation. It's actually just Heshki. Oh, Heshki? Heshki? Yeah, yeah. Heshki oh, Kluk. Heshki Kluk. See, wait, yeah, I, I messed Don't, it up. Need... Heshki Kluk. Oh, so that's Should wrong. Should be Heshki Kluk. Yeah, yeah. Heshki Kluk. I'm not going to change it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> it's um, part of the fun. Right. Um, yeah, and it's a part... It shows it's part of language learning, man. We pronounce things wrong. It happens. Good. Oh, yeah. <coughs> now, do you know the informal greeting for people in Czech? So, dobry den is like a formal? Yeah, that's guten tag or, or good day. Okay. Yeah. What would informal be? I don't know. When I know this, you'll, you'll, you'll be like, oh, I, I know. Oh, I'm it. sure I've heard it. I'm sure I've heard Ahoy. it. Ahoy. 
Ahoy. I did not think that. that that's actually not what I would not okay. have thought that. So. Yeah, yeah. And that's, Ahoy. And that's the, the, that can mean hello like or hello. goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's both. So more of a yeah. chow situation. Yeah, ex- and they say chow here as well. They say chow all chow, over Europe. They yeah. say chow in Germany too yep. and in Austria. But here I in the Czech Republic, they'll, they'll say it usually for hello and for goodbye. I hear it a lot for hello. Chow. Okay. Ahoy, chow. Okay. You, you hear that. Uh, what's really funny is when I was in my office the other week, uh, uh, last week, I was talking, I, I walked in in the morning, I said, ahoy, and my uh, my mentor turned around and she was like, I thought you were a Czech guy for a second. I was like, yes, <laughs> yes. So there you go. But the, but the hard word to say, though, is goodbye. Naskledano. Ooh. Naskledano. 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 But a lot of it's people... It's not hard to say. It's hard to say quick. Yeah, like, yeah. And people say it quick, you know. Obviously not for a Czech person, right. but <laughs> but what a lot of people me. will say is Nasla, which is oh, okay. easy. Oh, I like that Nasla. Mm-hmm. I do too. But that's also more uh, informal, more right. informal. How do you say mm-hmm. thank you? You've told me this. How do I end the podcast? Oh yeah, kuyame. That's that's we thank you. Uh huh. And just oh, I thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yakuyame. Is we thank you. Um, that me ending is we. Like ma me means we have. Mom. Oh, so it's ya. Okay, okay. Uh, so so how would you say I thank you? Yakuyi is just the like thank you. Yakuyi. Oh, yakuyi. Oh. Yakuyi with a D. DJ or D. Sorry. Oh, it's D E with the hot check, which is a ya sound. Yakuyi. Yeah, very good. I'm going to have to work on that one a little bit. That takes practice. But then with friends, you can just say DK. DK Motz, thank you very much. All right, that might be a drop. DK Motz, <laughs> thank you very much. DK Motz. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and the last thing um, I will teach you today, because you knew a lot of this, but I will teach you, this one may come in handy, especially if you meet some of my students, if you want to flex a little check on them, because a couple of my students, they listen, and they're like, oh, Jared's coming, we want to meet Jared. So you're a celebrity here in Kobotov, my dude. Um, we might have to do some PR for the for the pod. Anyways, um, <laughs> live show. There we go. Um, but how to say? Um, how is? Uh, what's your name? Yak. Yak say. Yak say mom. That's what you have. Oh, okay. That, All that, right. Name yeah. mom is I don't have. Right. Yak say Yemen Yuesh. Yak say Yemen Yuesh. Very good. Yeah. That's, That's what's, what's your name? Yakse Yemenuesh. Yakse Yemenuesh. Uh huh. All right. This is not as hard as it as it seems. Right. And I'll save the rest for future episodes. But I have a list. Right. So there you yeah, go. Yeah. Don't need to blast it all at me at once. Exactly. <laughs> but you do know a lot. Um, you know more than the average person coming here. I can tell you that. But I I would bet you this that even though like when you asked me this in the moment some of those things it might be hard for me to bring like to bring them up if right. someone's just said something to me no other than I could probably do Nuvete Anglitsky it's like Nuvete Anglitsky right like or just pull up my phone and, and and hit my drop um, <coughs> that'd be hilarious if I just communicated in drops that uh, would be funny let's take a look just put my put my Ba-da-da. drop thing up to people's faces. Uh, a lot of them would probably understand that too. Probably, yeah, true. Um, but yeah, um, 
Yeah, I, I think in the moment, it's easier when I'm talking to you than in the moment to be like, Dobri uh, den or something like sure. that. Or, how sure. do you say thank you again? Diakuyi. Oh, yeah, that's right. Diakuyi. With a you, D. Diakuyi. Oh, yeah, Diakuyi. Yeah. I, I, I just need to remember that it's... Oh, so it's Diakuyame. Yeah, Diakuyame. Oh, I always thought it was Yakuyame. No, Diakuyame. It's... I edit every single podcast... And I never noticed yep. that you were saying Jakuyume. Yep. Maybe that's your fault. And probably. <laughs> probably. You can blame me. I'll take the blame. All right, Jared. So now it is time for a couple jokes. So here we go. All right. Um, what do you get if you eat at a karma restaurant? What's that? Like karma? No, I know what karma is. What, do you, what oh, is what, it what that is you it? get? You get what you deserve. Oh. One of my local Indian restaurants that I go to is called Karma. Oh, really? <laughs> Karma Lounge, yeah. Shout out to them. Late shout out. <laughs> there you go. All right. So uh, uh, Bear walks into a bar and says, give me a whiskey. And says, ouch. <laughs> and, says, and says, give me a whiskey and cola. Oh, um, the bartender says, why the big <laughs> paws? And the bear says, I'm not sure. I was born with them. <laughs> it almost helped that I almost ruined that joke by interrupting you. Because I was like, I was about to ask if you're done or not. I was like, Is, are you asking me to <laughs> right. yeah, yeah. Yep. respond? Or... <laughs> All right. Well, my... well, well timed pause there, Chad. That's right. I try. All right. My last one for you. Did you hear about the actor who fell through the floorboards? I did not. Tell me about him. He was just going through a stage. (laughs) 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 So there you go. A couple jokes uh, for the pod today. Unrelated to our topic, but jokes nonetheless. All right. Yeah. So last up, I have a quote uh, for our episode, which is... It is not necessary to go far and wide. I mean, you can really find exciting and inspiring things within your hometown. What do you think Who about dat? that, Jared? Um, I, I, since we've started this podcast, I've tried to embrace that a little bit more. Like I, I'm, I, I've mentioned this probably in episode six or whatever. Mm-hmm. But sorry, this this uh learn what is to be taken seriously and laugh at the rest has really, uh, you know, been going through me. It is a, it is an enjoyable beer, but it's causing some reactions. Um, I've just tried to keep a closer eye open to the things in my neighborhood mm-hmm. uh, and, and just be, and be more aware of some of the interesting things I walk past every day. For example, you know, this was a couple of months ago at this point, but this just came to my head. Uh, there's this church, there's actually a couple of nice churches around me, but I posted one on Instagram a couple of months ago and I was just like, this thing is amazing. And I walk past this all the time mm-hmm. and never really pay attention to it. Okay. And there's this one church that's not the one that I put on Instagram, but like from where I walk up to my apartment, you could see like the steeple of it in a perfect sort of just perfectly, I could actually take a picture of it and put it on the Instagram. Oh, Perfect. And it's even better at night, so it's not even so it's it's perfect timing that's getting dark now. So you can see like a perfect steeple with like the big sort of illuminated clock mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. And my parents were, as I've mentioned a couple of times, my parents were just here at the beginning of the week. 
And we were walking back. And my mom's like, she at first asked us if the church is like an active church. And I said, yeah, it is. And I was like, you know, it's funny. That church is gorgeous. Like that view of the church from here is gorgeous. And I never pay attention to it. And I walk to my place, you know, like from this direction. Mm-hmm. Obviously, all the time, it's my apartment. <laughs> right. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. And I, and I'm, I try to try to think about that as I'm walking around my own area. Oh, definitely. And just so our listeners know, that quote was from um, actress and Who environmental that? activist uh, Daryl Hannah, and she is married to Neil Young. Okay. So Daryl you Hannah, the name sounds familiar. Obviously, I, I know Neil Young. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's Neil Young, right? <laughs> I think so. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a terrible rendition, so I don't blame you for being Bob like, Dylan-esque, you know, I'm not... <laughs> but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have much to work off of there, but we'll say right. yes. <laughs> right, for sure. All right, well, we hope you've enjoyed this episode, and we're curious, what uh, what do you guys want in your hometown, and what are your thoughts on settling? Uh, we're curious to see. You can reach out to us at Twitter, untranslatable1, the number one, untranslatablepodcast at gmail.com. Also, our Instagram, Untranslatable Podcast, uh, where we post clips uh, and uh, beer reviews and uh, ramblings before or after the pod. And uh, we got some good ones for today, by the way. Oh, I'm sure. And also check out our YouTube channel. Um, you can actually see the people behind the, uh, the audio, which is always good. And uh, yeah, so reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. And as we say here at the Untranslatable Podcast, what do we say, Jared? Uh, Yakuyame. Pretty good. Yakuyame. And that's glad I know.